Yo, 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 what is going on? This is Unbounded. Welcome to the show again. I'm your host as always, Long Ant. At least who I am. But I'm your host as always, Ant. Long me, I got my boy Isaac, and we got Isaiah Mariner back in the crib with us. What's good, man? What's going on, guys? I'm honored to be back again, man. This is cool, yo. I appreciate that. Yeah, we're honored to have you back. Um, so do you want to – we're going to give you – and we're going to give our guests the choice of what you want to dig into first. You want to dig into how the election turned out. You want to dig into how good the Grammys looked in what particular category. Or do you want to, let's talk about uh, this award you got. Which one do you want to start with? <laughs> oh, man, I guess let me get the award out the way. I don't really want to even like, I don't like talk about me too much. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's been a cool thing. It's a, it's, it's an interesting time of life right now, just 2020 all together. And, um, I'm glad, I'm honored. Uh, the National Urban League, the Hampton Rose chapter of the National Urban League has named me the rising community leader out here in Hampton Rose in the 757. So that was like, that was an unexpected little goal that came in. We're gonna be having the ceremony in 2021 at the Attics Theater, the historic Attics Theater. Um, it, it's it's kind of cool, man. That's That's a cool moment for a lot of things. I'm honored that they even, Put my name out there. Lady told me that when they were having a conversation, when my name came up, it was unanimous. People in the board were like, "Oh, yeah, that's that's a good choice," and it, it really didn't need to take them a whole lot of time to make that decision. And I, and I was like, "Yeah, that's that's wild." I don't even know who's in that room fully. You know, I took a look at the names. I don't know those people, man. Um, not everybody. It was a couple folk I knew. So it was just, it's just the beginning, yo. I, I'm glad today saw something in me that was worth giving me that but it really just let me know i got a lot more to do because it says rising not not honored community leader not not you know whatever the prestigious case prestigious not elite leader and, you know and at the end of the day it ain't about what the title is but but for your work to be befitting of a title you know what i mean yeah uh, one of my goals i'm a teacher we talked about that i want to be teacher of the year at the school that i'm at and um it's like I really, I just even if I don't get it, I want to actually be fitting of teacher of the year. I I wouldn't want to get it and I not really feel like I deserve it. So it's like, with this having come, I'm just like, all right, is this? It's a start. This is a major stepping stone. This is the kind of thing that I was in some regards looking for. It let me know that I'm moving in the right direction. So yeah. I was gonna ask. So when it comes to that, did you were you like? Were you looking to get it where you say, okay, I'm doing all this work, so I expect somebody to recognize it? Or is like, no, let me just do the work, and if something comes, then something comes up. I wasn't about the recognition. I didn't even, I mean, I wasn't thinking about that. I knew about the Urban League, but I wasn't thinking about them choosing to give me an award or anybody choosing to give me an award. My focus has been on change, man. Uh, my focus has been on what can we really do to effect change. And even if I'm not known for it, I still want to be effective. At the end of my time, at the end of my days, I want to sit back and be able to say that I positively influenced this world. The places that I went are better because I went there. Um, yeah. So getting this, I, I was shocked, man. I was shocked. Pop's got the inside scoop. He talks to people, but uh, and so somebody had let him know. Uh, so he had told us at dinner one day, and um, I almost cried, man, because I it, I didn't even think that what I was doing was being noticed, you know. But yeah, that, that's the best. I was doing it because 
I feel like I need to be doing this. And I had to even think back, like, what have I been doing? <laughs> but it's so some of the some of the public speaking events, some of the things I've been getting into, just involved with the youth outside of just the school stuff. And I think also the fact that I am an educator did really help too. Like they, they talk to people. It's um, word travels, man. So people have seen me out, school board meetings, city council meetings. Um, one thing I, I know a lot of people said something to me about off of my own merit a couple of years ago. Um, no, it was, just, it was last year, earlier in the year. There was, uh, they had cut our budget. Um, they had cut the school budget by like $3 million. You remember that, Ant? You also, yeah. So like when they had cut the budget, they had sent out masks, some, you know, principals, the superintendent, everybody was like, hey, look, so this is going on and this is bad for us. We need to go out here. We need to say something. So my, one of my ladies, um, she sponsors my team. Anyway, let me make a long story short. They, they, somebody told me, go, they said, Leo, we really, we need you to go speak. I went out there, I spoke, and a lot of people spoke to me after that, saying that they really felt like I made a difference when I went to speak at city council that night, talking about the good things that are happening in the city that the school system has been doing. And you know, most of the time, people always go with the doom and gloom approach. They always tell you all the reasons why they hate whatever you did, and not, these are the good things that, that can happen if we keep this money, if we get this money, you know? So I went in there with a different approach to it. And a lot of people came up after and were really happy that I was there. Not even just like that night. I, there was a couple of people I met randomly in the community that do not know my father or my mother. And they were like, yeah, I saw you that night at the school, at the city council meeting. Um, thank you. You got us that money back. And I was like, that's crazy. I know it won't just me. That lady that spoke before me went in, but it was sort of things like that that I've been doing. So I I feel like I, I gotta give myself credit for the part that I've done that way that I don't, you know, belittle my deep, belittle myself. So I've been doing some things. There's so much more to do. We were having a conversation before. There's a lot of change that needs to be made, and I see it. And there's only so much I can do in my current position, but other people noticing that I'm making a difference is letting me know that as a whole, I gotta be moving in the right direction. I think I'll, I'll gotta be moving in the right direction. Um, and it's not like there's any monetary thing with this. I had no idea this was coming. So just to start, man, I don't wanna, I don't wanna stay on that too long. I'd rather talk yeah. about some of the other stuff. Really. All right, well, like I said, you know, last thing I'm gonna say about it is I'm glad you got it. I'm glad like you're doing yeah. so much positive work, you know, and the fact that you got noticed on something on that level, you know, to where the point that the community, an entire community you know, in the area, is going to come out and say, wow, this guy, he's like, wow, he's, this guy's coming up. This guy's going to be somebody special if he keeps doing what he's doing. It's an amazing feat. So, uh, so let's get into, go ahead. Um, I, I do appreciate the fact that you came at it with a, because that was something that I've really been worried about, because a lot of times people look at negativity, yeah. and negativity, you know, negativity just goes fast. It just travels faster. Because I know for me, is either negativity or a lie. <laughs> and that'll just travel so fast. Cause I know back in high school, my junior year, I was accused of snitching with somebody that wasn't living in the zone for the school. <laughs> when I actually lied for the person. <laughs> Cause the girl that, one of the girls that were involved in it, I kind of had a crush on at the, at the time. So yeah. I won't go sit there and just rat them out and say, yeah, they don't live in, they don't live in the area. I was like, I don't know. I, I just, I, I don't, I just go take care, handle my own business. I move on. So they 
followed them and they found out. So then it just started going around, oh, and snitched on such and such. So just saying that you came at it with a more, this is what we are doing. Yeah. I, I can see why that made such a bigger of a difference. And I know you're trying to be the modest guy here, but that's definitely a big, a big thing for you. And I really want to say congratulations to you on that. Thanks, man. Yeah. Appreciate y'all. Big ups, big ups. So let's get into the Grammys, though. And we're not talking about the past Grammys where people were getting awards that they probably shouldn't have gotten and people were being named Rap Artists of the Year when we know for a fact they couldn't rap and had no business being in that category. We're yeah. talking about this year. This year, five albums were nominated. Nas, King's, King's Disease, Freddie Gibbs and the Alchemist, Alfredo, uh, Jay Electronica, or as Ant likes to put it, Jay Electronica and Jay Z, a written testimony. <laughs> yeah, he's right he's, on that, though. <laughs> he's right. I, I'm not. I'm not knocking it. He's absolutely right. B Smoke, Black Habits, yeah. and Royce the Five Nine, the Allegory, were nominated for Rap Album of the Year. Hey yo, I don't normally keep up with the Grammys because you know, for for the better part of my life. It's honestly been kind of like garbage. I'm like, oh, it's so cool, but like, why do you? Why do we actually care? You know. But like this, looking at this list this time, man, I feel like they did a pretty. But like this year is this year hip hop been kind of on fire, yo. It's been a lot of fire that's to come out. But mm -hmm. to look at the list and see what's actually on here, man, I I was. It's cool to have lived to this point. Somebody, yeah, I agree. And he's got new people in there, man. The something because crazy thing is for me, I've been finding re like consistently more artists that are like, okay, I been with this guy because like I was at the gym Friday, and this dude named Simba dropped an album called called Don't Run from Rap. <laughs> okay. And I was like, okay, this is kind of tough. Uh, I I did the same thing. I find. Oh, go ahead. No, I've seen I've seen that name symbol before. I haven't listened to his music, so I'm gonna have to check that joint out. Yeah, he had uh he had some pretty good uh features. He had two chains up here, Ty Dollar song. Word. I do rock with both of them. That Ty Dollar album that came out this year was Oh boy. That don't count as hip hop, I don't think, but it, it I mean it's in that middle ground, you know, that's a hip hop yeah, R and B. Ty Dollar song is kinda in that Anderson Pat range. Yeah, yeah. I would put him more of the R and B than Pac, but I feel you. I do feel you. They they both in that middle. They both be spitting. The music is there. Anyway, the joint on this. You heard no words. It's probably getting ready to drop a project too. Nah. So yeah, no words. Get ready to drop a project for those who do not know. That's uh, Anderson Pat and Knowledge. So like, I saw one joint Knowledge had dropped something, and I saw a snippet of this No Worries piece. I wasn't looking for that, yo. I was excited because uh -huh. the last one it did with Suede and like Cutlass that like this joint. Yes, like this. Uh, get bigger. So much, yo. So much. That one joint. I I should have really gotten in trouble for this, and I really don't need to say this on recording. But like, when that after that album came out, I mean, I play whatever in class, right? Not on Zoom anymore, but in class, I would just play my music. And that one track, um, whole ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that H A N. That joint is hilarious. I need all the whole ass niggas to come up to the front. Deacon, lay hands on them. <laughs> Uh, for me, I discovered, uh, I actually discovered this by a single, 
but the producer Static Selecta. I yo, showed Anthony this. Yo, you just starting listening to Static. You're late, just, bro. He just popped up. Like he, I was scrolling through title, and he popped up. And he popped up on me. And he popped up a song with called "Play Around" with Two Chains, Killer Mike, Conway the Machine. Yes. Yeah. And uh, it's uh, who is it? Con- it's Two Chains, Killer Mike, Con- uh, Conway the Machine, Allen Kingdom, and Haley Supreme. And then I was like, I saw the single first, heard the single. I said, okay, this is cool. Mostly, I mostly hit on there because Conway the Machine was on there and Killer Mike was on there. And then it was part of a whole album. So I'm like, oh, I'll hit up the rest of the album. I saw Black Thought, Jack Harlow, Styles P, Jadakiss. I'm seeing Bun B, Nas, Joey Badass. So, like, you better not, I'm about to say, you can't sleep on Joey, yo, because Static and Joey got a pretty good history together. No, the the song I put, I'm looking at the track list right now. I think I have, off the top of my head, I think I have at least one, two, at least a good half of this album is on my playlist. There's 16 tracks on the album, eight of them. I can solidly say eight of them are on there. Actually, no, not even eight. Like, maybe nine are so on my that's playlist. That's the one thing with albums that come out, like, late in the year, you know? They miss the chance for this award kind of shine. Yeah. we talk about the awards right now. I ain't mad at the list. But there have been some other things that have come out that, on a personal note. I agree. So I agree. The Balance Act, Static Selector, that's a good album, yo. I, I, it when was. I saw that, I was like, oh, this is beautiful. I need it. Was it was gorgeous. Right. Black Thought. Absolutely gorgeous. So speaking of Black Thought, and also because Royce the Nine is on this um, this this album list we got. So uh-huh. have y'all been listening to the Toby drops for his Get Twisted Sundays, Toby Nwigwe? Um, No. Man, so I need you to get on game. He didn't actually drop an album this year, more like an EP. He did a live project. But Toby Nwigwe, cat, he out of Texas, Nigerian descent. He is nasty, been going in. And no, this, particular project, this particular project he putting out, he got a song up there with Black Thought and Royce to Five Nine called Father Figures. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think, actually, now that you mention it, I think I heard, I listened to that single for a little bit when it popped up. And I, I don't think it, I remember listening to it, but I didn't add it to the playlist because it was just, it wasn't bad, mind you. It wasn't bad, but it was just like, okay, straight you know, something bars, good. Bars, dog. It's straight bars. Also, getting ready Toby to drop very, say what? My bad. Getting ready to drop an album. Yes. And so far, he has five, five songs already released on it. It's going to be a 14 uh, track album. Uh, so far, looking at the list of features, Earth Gang, that song is tight. Wildlings, Earth Gang, yeah. and uh, freaking Duckworth. That that song goes hard. Yo. Duckworth's dope too. I, I I think I don't think people people are really sleeping on Duckworth. I'm hearing the name come up more. I'm seeing a little bit more. I of saw stuff. him. I went to the Earth. The last concert I went to before everything started shutting down, Earth Gang was at uh, in Virginia Beach. Okay, he was there. So that's how that's how I got hit to him. Uh, Royce the Five Nine is up here. He's on that track with Black Thought. Yeah. It's right. Royce 5 9 and Black Thought on it. So, like, if you haven't listened to it, and I, normally I'm not really super big on music videos, but because of how Toby be making stuff, the music videos are amazing. They're worth watching. They're cinematic gold. And the music video for this drum with Father Fig, yo, it goes, it's in, dog. It's, yeah. 
it's pristine. The color layout, the fashion design, like everything that they've been putting into the work right now is top notch. And my man Toby, he's been grinding for a minute. He's been dropping stuff. He's been consistent. Like get twisted Sundays. Every Sunday been doing something. And like it started out with him dropping freestyles on Sundays. This was a few years ago. And now my man done built up major fan base, been touring and traveling. I went and saw him last year actually in December. Me and my girl, me and my lady went down to see a show. And uh, Raleigh, tight show, dog. We were sitting right up there in front stage, pristine. They put on. So if you haven't been listening to Toby, you need to be listening to Toby. He ain't dropped an album this year, but he been, nah, I can't, because he dropped that joint earlier. The one joint was had the EP and had the little joint to uh, try Jesus and uh, Isaac. You you know this <laughs> with the, uh, the TikTok joint, the arrest of Kimberly. Oh. That's him. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. I need y'all to wait. What? That arrest? Nah, 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 nah. No, the song. No, I'm gonna dig into this dude. I'm gonna dig into this dude because oh, I love. You need to punch through. So like been, one thing that like happens a lot, and you know when artists start coming up, and like, oh yeah, and on this album they got this, that, and the third features. And it's like, all right, it's cool. Like I do rock with these other artists, but like their core artists need to be dope on their own. If they can't hold their own, I don't oh, yeah. want to listen to their music. And the, like, the, the list of people he has, you got to be dope because, like, he has D Smoke up here. Yeah. Uh, Yo, that song actually just dropped today. The song with D Smoke just came out today. So you can go listen to it. I know he has unreleased right now. On the album, he's going to have Saha and Bun B. I'm looking forward to Prince? that. Yeah. The Prince? Ooh. <laughs> and then Straight of Truth is going to be on one. That's going to be fire. I haven't yeah, heard Straight the name. Straight of Truth dropped one and quietly was a dope album. I Trey haven't Trey heard the name Trey like Truth that. since the album. He dropped one. Well, he Trey Truth dropped one this year, and nobody talked about how dope it was. Bro, Trey, he been disrespected in the game. Honestly, like he's one of those rappers that like he's your rapper's rapper type of thing. Because a lot of cats, they not giving him the kind of love he deserves and has deserved. Here, I know I'm probably gonna show my age or sound really old when I say this, but I think probably the best song I've ever heard, one of the best like bars songs. I've ever heard was incredible with Trader Truth, Wayne, and Rick Ross. Like as far as bars go, I love that song. Like that is my go-to Trader Truth song if I want to hear something. Yeah, he got, he his, got his I'm on uh his I'm on uh tracks are dope too. Where he samples Return of the Map. Word. Oh, I haven't heard so, that. Um also speaking of while we're on the topic of the Grammys, Killer Mike. There's a Killer Mike came out and he didn't he didn't knock the Grammys, but he was a little salty by the fact that run the that RTJ four didn't make the cut of albums of the year. Which if I had my way, I would put it on there. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna. But when I saw the other albums that actually got on there, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, if he had said that in a different year, I mean, maybe, but but this year, looking this at what's year, on there, I think, the whole, I think the whole pandemic kind of got got these artists to really have to grind. Yeah, bro, because it's, it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of albums that should have been on this list if it were any other year. Absolutely, like some of these, so, like some of these, two years ago, what was it? Two years ago, the Cardi one. I I personally said that it should have been uh, Nip. Well, first of all, I remember when we talked about that because we did a podcast was, right after that. And I remember, and, but I specifically remember how furious I was 
even though at the time I didn't listen to a lot of Nipsey Hussle, but I knew how much it meant to you. <laughs> I knew how, I knew how much it meant to you, Aunt. So when I found out, wait, somebody my boy cares about didn't win because this person who's just won because of the popularity contest won. I was like, no, screw that. I ain't having that. Man, yeah, but man. I mean, so part of what we got to remember with award shows is that this is kind of a popularity contest. And I know at some point, somewhere, people are voting for this stuff, but like, it's a popularity contest and also a, a money thing, man. Who Who's tied in? For a while, I know it felt like they only wanted certain people to win, and that's why we only got certain stuff. And when we won, it was like major, you know what I'm saying? We would, yeah. you know go crazy but i mean that's why eminem stopped going was that exact reason i he said it because yeah he dropped something this year too. a lot of artists like i think Cody dro- in that time span he dropped uh music to be murdered by which is really good which is pretty good i did like it. way better than revival like miles better than revival but uh not as good as kamikaze best albums out of recent so what i think that was one of his best recent albums period music to be murdered by yeah and you yeah. know, you know, I don't really listen to Eminem. Yeah, yeah. Just one of my favorite rappers coming up for a long time. Like yeah. that, he was my, necessary. So my brother, I, I that, what do you think? I, if it weren't for my big brother, I probably wouldn't have been introduced to Eminem like I was. Seriously, because he was he introduced me right to him when the when he was dropped Mosh when he had uh, just lose it, you know, like Toy Soldiers, all that. You know, I remember hearing the song and then looking at the music video on BET. So, yeah. So, anyway, I got the, so I got the, I Googled the Grammys, right? And it's, uh, first of all, Trevor Noah is going to host it. <laughs> I, I don't normally watch award shows. I might actually watch this one. Yeah, Trevor Noah is going to host it. It's going to be on January 31st at the Staples Center. Uh, Beyonce is on here with the most nominations to the surprise, I assume, to none mm-hmm. of us. Okay. So here's what they got on here. I'm, just, I'm not going to go through all the categories, just like the, in the general field, record of the year, they have Black Parade, uh, Beyonce, Colors by Black Pumas, Rockstar by Woo! The Baby. That joint! Yes! Colors what? needs to win, bro! Who was that? You said Colors, Colors by, by Black Pumas is on there? Yes, Colors by Black Pumas is on here. Oh, that song is amazing. That album is amazing. We were doing hip-hop stuff, but that Black Pumas album is one of those. My it, bad. Hang on. It gets better. It gets better. So I want you to hold on to that. Is it, on, is it on this uh, deluxe album? Yeah. All right. I'm, so, adding this to my, I'm adding it to my live right now. Rockstar by DaBaby and Roddy Rich. Say So and Doge, by Doja Cat. Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish. I, I, all right, I'm going to hot take. That one's probably going to win. Just throwing Billie that out Eilish there. is kind of on a tear right now, so it's probably, probably going to win. If, it, if it's not Beyonce, it's Billie Eilish. I ne- uh, I've don't, never listened to that Billie Eilish song or that Doja Cat song. I don't think I'm going to I don't to care so much for Doja Cat. Uh, yeah, no, neither do I. No, nobody, yeah, no. And, and that's just, I'm just talking music wise. Yeah, no. She lost me when she, when she made, when she got millions of views about saying how she's a cow. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to take you seriously. That was the first thing it. I ever saw from her. So it was like, after that, I, I can't take you serious. No. With no. some of the things I listen to, <laughs> I mean, it's not for me, yo. So I'm good. I'm, I'm glad right. that she got followers. It's not for me. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to front. 
I take, I thought when I heard try Jesus, I thought that was like, I thought of that on the same level as I'm a cow. And the thing is like, oh, it's That's disrespectful. No, let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> let me finish. Let me finish. I thought it was like on the terms of parody. Like this dude made a parody song about how to try Jesus and not him. But then I look back and I'm like, oh, did one of them is that, then I look back and they put them two together. It's like, oh, one of them is actually serious and really good at what he's doing. Yo, my man Toby is serious, and that Try Jesus track, although it is hilarious, it is how he truly <laughs> feels. Like you what haven't been listening to the music, because after all, because I and he been so like what I'm saying is he been consistent, right? He ain't start out with, and she didn't start out with I'm a cow, but he didn't start out with no foolishness. He started out with like bars, out dropping stuff, and then I mean, but do you disagree? My question is, do you disagree with him? No. Oh, no. I don't. I did. The so only thing I, I consistently listen to is what I've heard on TikTok by him. And when I heard that, I'm like, I, I got to hear more of him when I get time because I don't hear anything. Yeah, you, you need to go really. listen to Toby. I know we talk about this year, but you do need to go listen to Toby. More people need to be listening to Toby. And he got this project coming up. He dropped the four originals joint earlier. I feel like that was also this year. Um, and that joint had some jams on there. It was a couple tracks he kind of had brought back, but that joint had some good songs on there too. Um, but like you do, you need to go listen to Toby, dog. You need to listen to the three originals joint. You need to go listen to that one live experience that he had dropped last year this trash called like tabernacle and growth heat rock that job so many bars yo it's so many tracks fire all like primarily all original production like it's it's pristine yo it's pristine more people need to be listening to toby and i'm glad that he's like gotten this attention and now like big name rappers are trying to come and rock with him i have come to rock with him but people need to be listening to toby Actually, I want to before I go further. I want to correct myself. Billie Eilish is not going to win. Uh, Don't start now by Dua Lipa. I, I hope I, I. I'm sorry if I butchered that. Circles by Post Malone, and this is the song that's probably going to win. If we're being honest, Savage by Meg Thee Stallion and Beyonce. Yep, because either way, Beyonce going to win. Yeah, I will say I got. I do got to give this one shout out. Uh, I know my boy G White. He's, uh, he mixes, and he does a lot of mixing for Beyonce. So shout out to my boy G. White. I marshaled him back in Norfolk State, so big ups to him with his uh, big accomplishments. Being, you he know. might also get a Grammy. Ain't that how that works? Like yeah. the, the part and that he, you also – On Instagram, I was like, oh, snap, G. I see you out here. Yo, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Um, all right, now we're at album of the year. We have Chalumbo by Gene Aiko. Okay. Um. Everyday Life by Coldplay. I, I, I'm not going to front. I did not think they were still making music. <laughs> Trying to be disrespectful. I didn't know that. Uh, Jesse Volume 3 by Jacob Collier. Hey, yo. So, actually, I like that album, yo. I did listen to that one. Is it good? And, um, what I kind like, of, what I kind of like style Jacob is it? Collier. He, how do I describe this? Um, 
it's like a it's kind of a soul R&B. He also really has like a, in some regards like a barbershop quartet kind of feel. He has an extremely wide range. So he got he started getting his rise doing certain YouTube videos like original songs and it would be like just him and it would be him four different like or however many different parts he was singing, but it would be him in a different color shirt and like different frames on the window. Oh, like that. Yeah. All the parts of the song. I mean, high like I mean like baritone bass up to like alto tenor tenor alto style stuff man he he has a really good range it's out there some electronica stuff some like kind of jazzy stuff and that album actually had a few pretty good features too and uh, one of my favorite rappers is rhapsody and she's on that album with him and that right. song that they got together is beautiful um the next one on here is women in music part three by uh Haim, Danielle Haim. Okay, I need to uh, listen to that. He makes that they make good music. I feel like it's a duo. They make good music. Um Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa. Hollywood's Bleeding by Post Malone. Folklore by Taylor Swift. <laughs> and there's one more on here that I didn't mention. Black Pumas by Black Pumas is nominated for album of the year. Yeah. I want Black Pumas to win, dog. Uh, I hate to burst your bubble. I know you're excited, but like I said, Taylor Swift folklore is on here, and you know them Taylor stands. I do it, but I feel like all I know is I know who I want to win. Yeah, absolutely. It's the Grammys. I don't expect who I want to win to actually win, but I want the Black Pumas to win. <laughs> because. It, you didn't listen to it, so let me talk about that Black Pumas joint. That's to come right, go ahead. So the song Colors, you said that was up there for song of the year. Yeah, that is on I, that is on there for record of the year. I love that song. I put that joint on repeat on numerous occasions. The Black Pumas really kind of give you like a 70s kind of feel. Like they took it back. They make like some like soulful, funky music I and mean, they got like up tempo real relaxed kind of things for the most part it's kind of chill they got a few tracks that'll get kind of in there the deluxe has one track i don't really care for that much but for the most part the album itself the core album of black pumas that joint is beautiful man it again that 70s kind of funky soulful music that they make it's a pretty diverse band i know they got some white folks some black folks in there um it's it's dope, dog. Like the song selection, the message, the melodies. So, oh man, you need to listen to the thing, yo. Black Pumas. My homie Ian put me on. He's a DJ, so shout out to my homie Ian. Um, had had two out here. My man. Oh my god. It, I don't even know what else to say. Like I'm kind of just stuck in an emotional loop. Black Pumas, man. It, it's it's worth a listen. Um, I'm gonna. All right, so this is a wild one, and I'm only going to say this. This is under pop, okay? Actually, I'm going to do, before we get to that one, Best New Artist, here are the nominees for Best New Artist. Ingrid Andrus, okay. uh, Phoebe Bridgers, Noah Cyrus. Uh, you want to get into how you feel about Noah Cyrus, Ant, or? No comment. Okay, very well. I've heard I've heard some of these names. I haven't really listened to their music. Noah Cyrus is probably more known now for what she said about uh, Candace Owens. What did she say about Candace? Call her a nappy hoe. <laughs> I mean, I mean, anything. If anything, Candace has loose ends. First of all, and she has <laughs> nappy. 
because she has furs and dead ends. Uh, <laughs> All right, that's mad disrespectful. So um, my whole thing was, I I know that we don't care for Candace Owens. No, we don't. Well, I don't. At the same I mean, time, racist is racist. I don't care if you're a, a white conservative or. Yo, or so that's what somebody was talking about. One of my homies that brought this up. It was like, yo, should we? Do we still care about Candace Owens if racism is is a uh, directed towards her? And I was like, uh, it was somebody. And I was like, man, I mean, I personally don't care, but I feel like we shouldn't necessarily turn a blind eye to it. Yeah, that's my whole thing. It's like racism is racism is racism regardless if you're liberal or conservative. Yeah. That's been, that's been my whole thing because, like, as it knows, I'm neither Republican or Democrat. Because I'm like, the things people want to call the right out for, I'm like, yeah, they, you're right there, but the left is so undercover with it that they get away with it and people turn a blind eye to it all the time. So, like, that, that is a thing, too, right? I, we, we, so, we... I'm here with you, Nat. I'm here with you, Ant. I'm here with you. That it's like the left and the right in our country are both very much on the right side of the spectrum. So we're really just like splitting hairs and actually shaking the head. Um. Anyway, I, I I'm with you, and um, I'm trying to. I be trying to not have so much vitriol towards Candace Owens, but like she be spewing toxic, and she, she I really don't think. She's not, I don't know. It's hard to really talk about it. In some regards, it seems like she hate black folk. And then she said that she don't. And I, under, and, and I believe her. But at the same time, there's a cognitive dissonance there. She don't, her actions and her words don't really line up all the same. Because she be, you can't be out here talking about justified killing when, the, when a person got shot in the back by the police. That's not okay. Um, anyway, back to music, right? Yeah. Um. I had a follow-up on that, but we'll get to that when we get to the third part of what we're talking about. Actually, no. Um, yeah, you know, uh, no, it's kind of both. But it kind of falls in with what Candace Owens said, but we'll get to that later because we'll, we'll double back to it because I right. want your opinion on something. Cool. Uh, where was I? So um, I brought this, brought this back because, uh, like I said, uh, no, wait, she can got... I ask a question? Yes. Did any of y'all listen to Taylor Swift's album? No. I, no. No, the only song, the only thing Taylor Swift related I ever did in my life was a dear friend of mine, Emily McCullough, Anthony knows her. Uh, she sang, she played her guitar and sang "Teardrops on My Guitar" and knocked it out of the park. Like she, that's the only thing Taylor Swift uh, related I've ever, uh, I've ever enjoyed. I'm gonna listen to it. I normally don't, but I'm gonna listen to it. She's grown. She, I'm sure she's matured. I'm gonna listen to it. I'm gonna see what's up with it. Diversify uh, my music collection a little bit. Well, see, I I did that. I, I did that by diving head for. I feel like when it comes to as as a black man, right, who would get who gets stereotyped for listening to a certain type of music. Yeah. When I decided to diversify it, I you, we have options to diversify it. You know what I mean. <laughs> Uh, so you believe that we have options. We can go into the rock category, the metal category, the uh, the rock metal category, the country category, or I guess uh, whatever third category. You know, me, 
I dived headfirst like Trey Songs into. <laughs> I dived headfirst like Trey Songs into the rock and metal stuff. So the, and I diversified it from there. So that's a category for the Grammys too, right? Yes, yes, and we're going to get to that one too. But uh, the rest of the new artists is D Smoke is uh, nominated for best new artist. Doja yeah. Cat. Um. Oh my gosh, Floyd Mayweather is going to fight Logan Paul. <laughs> what? Floyd Mayweather, Floyd, according to ESPN, Floyd Mayweather announces he will fight YouTube star Logan Paul in boxing exhibition scheduled for February 2021. So that's what Beast was talking about. Wow. All right. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, okay. Yo, man, I, Floyd don't like a challenge, bro. That's how I feel, man. Yeah. No, I agree. And Meg Thee Stallion is going to probably win Best New Artist because she's on the list. So she's also on the list for Best New Artist? Yeah. How, though? I, mean, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Honestly, she I, I was talking for a few last year. I mean, or the year before that. Not last year. Last year Big Ol' Freak came out. Yeah, I, I was thinking last year. I think that's when Big Ol' Freak really popped, popped off. Because, I mean, last time when I went to Homecoming, that was last year, though, won't it? No. Um, I rescind my statement. I guess that makes sense. It I have a quick question. Guys. What's up? Are you guys familiar with Renee Zellweger? No. I mean, I know the name. That's a white lady, right? Yeah. She is on here. She has been nominated for a Grammy for oh, Best wow. Traditional Pop Vocal Album. She dropped a vocal album? She did an album? It's called Judy. It's called Judy. Okay. Uh, yeah. I just, just, just wanted to throw that out there. All right. Um, I mean, it's obviously we talked about how so much music there is that we're not listening to. Well, um, mind you, uh, Robert Downey Jr. is a singer. Yes, I'm. I did know that. He's actually pretty good. I mean, pretty good to me. I mean, I listen to a bit of it. I mean, uh, but like, it's a whole bunch of people. Eddie Murphy, he he could sing too. He he definitely could. Didn't sing. he have that song with Snoop Dogg called Red Line? Bro, that's why it was tight. It Red was. Line, stop rides. There, where you are. That's all the jail. Watermelon Sugar by Harry Styles is on here to for best pop solo performance. I've never heard um, of BT Dynamite by BTS for best pop duo slash group performance. They're gonna get something. Hey yo, I think they're they're probably gonna win, yo. They're gonna get BTS if BTS got nominated for a Grammy, there's no way as big as they are, they're not gonna get That's they're not, not gonna get something they're, while they're, they're here. They're gonna win, dog. I think so for that category. It's gonna be unless Beyonce's in that category with them. She's it's not, not gonna be She's BTS not. winning. She's not. It's uh, although Lady Gaga is in here. It's Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande. Rain on me. Oh, I did stage. hear that song. That song was actually pretty dope. So, uh, and Taylor Swift is in the same one. So, you know what? That that one might actually be a kind of tough category. I haven't listened to enough of what's in there, but. I know the caliber of artists they are. And I mean, people fall off, but that one might be kind of tough. Here, I, before we go further, I got to ask, because I, we were going to double back to this, but Harry Styles, did you see, did you see where Harry Styles was trending? No. Who was Harry Styles? And what did that, they that's, why, that's where the whole thing went down with... Uh, Candace Owens. Candace Owens and... So Harry Styles was apparently the first male to be featured on the cover of Vogue magazine, which is like a big fashion magazine. 
And the uproar was because he was on the cover in a dress. That's not like, it's not like that's the first time something like that has happened. Why I know, I know. That's the thing. Like, because I saw it, I'm like, I was like, you know what, in like the most, like, straightest way possible, I was like, only kind of rocks it. I did. That's what I said. Like, if it wasn't for Candace Owens and, and what's the face, I never would have knew what happened. Exactly. So what happened was Candace Owens basically, Candace Owens, Harry Styles took that photo and um, she, uh, and Candace Owens was like, this is unbelievable. Like, men should not be wearing dresses. The fact that she blamed liberals for putting men in dresses and all that, which is stupid. But she said, like, men in the East and, like, Asia and all those other countries don't do this, which is completely false. Because men in Japan wear freaking kimonos, so. I mean, don't the Scots and I, I just, the, the, the Scots wear kilts. The kilts. It's a dress. It's a it's a skirt. A skirt. It's literally oh, what yeah. it is. What is, what is the kilt again? It's a skirt. Okay. It's a little skirt, man. So she was saying she was saying hashtag bring back yeah, manly you know, man. Honestly, we really don't gotta go nowhere else. We could just look back in our history and that Candace Owens is supposedly a historian, so like she would know this. Like at the at the turn of the twentieth century, right? So you know uh-huh. But for some of us, like your your parents or grandparents' age, like my, my grandma was born, I forgot exactly, but around that time, right, people, boys wore dresses when they were kids. Like it's pictures of FDR in a dress. That man was the president of the United States, and it's pictures of him as a child in a dress. Now, he wasn't wearing it as an adult, but it's pictures of boys in dresses back then. Uh, so, like, I'm not really, I'm not pushing that. I'm not, I personally don't really care too much. Um, I guess I understand, but like there are more important things to be talking about. Yeah. I, I'm just saying, if you ask me, if you ask me my opinion on it, I'm like, you know what? Harry Styles is really, it ain't even about the fact he's just like, you know what? Go for it. Is he Harry wants to be Styles gay. No. That's not as not as far as I know. I haven't dug that deep. But first I, of all, I, first of all, my thing is like that shouldn't even be it shouldn't matter. What it's he is like it matters as far as his person. I'm just saying it would make more sense if he was wearing a dress. But even that, but even still, to me, it shouldn't matter whether he's straight or gay. If a man wants to wear a dress, if a man wants to be in a photo shoot, say, "Hey, we want you to be, we want you to be on the cover of our magazine." Okay, what do I have to wear? Actually, we're gonna let you pick that out. And if he picked out the dress, or if you say, "Here, we want to put you in a dress," whichever case, if he's on there, I'm like, I'm going to be like, cool. You know, but to me, also at the same time, I find out, oh, he picked that out. I'm like, well, he's brave enough. I'm thinking he's, man, he's brave enough to say, you know what? I'm not going to pick the pants or the suit or whatever. I'm going to pick this dress. I'm going to wear this dress on this magazine, and millions, maybe billions of people are going to see it, and they're going to have to deal with it. I still don't know who Harry Styles is. (laughs) (laughs) If anything, my point point is, if – my point is, if anything, bring back manly men. That was the manliest man thing I've ever seen. He got up there. Pause. Pause. <laughs> that was... we, I'm not, I'm not going to let you say that. Right. That, was, that was pretty. I, it was bold. Who is Harry Styles? Harry Styles? Harry Styles is a singer-songwriter with crazy yeah. hair, apparently. Yeah. Um, I, didn't, I, don't, I haven't listened to any of that person's music yet. I just looked them up, see what it looked like. I did not look at the picture of Harry Styles in the dress. Um, I saw it and I just scrolled past. No, nah, I'm not even going to look at it. I'm good. Well, um, I, it wasn't that I was 
going out of my way to look at it, it just popped in my TL. So I was like, oh. I am half tempted tempted to post it in the chat, but I'm not going to. I I, I was just going to look at it and keep moving. Exactly. No point. It is what it is, man. It's like, for me, it's nothing new because, like, I don't know if you. We all what's the branch. I don't know if y'all knew it was a it was a dude that just every once a week used to walk around school with a dress on. I actually do remember that guy. I remember seeing him. I never talked to him, but I remember seeing him. I I, I talked to him and I was like, Yo, I, I was just confused. I, I do remember that. Like, <laughs> I remember that guy. He's like wearing a dress. I'm like. Oh, okay, cool. I remember that guy. I, I remember seeing him like I remember seeing him like walking around the halls. I would see him, see him in the dress, and I'm like, all right, whatever. If it keep moving, <laughs> it keep moving. You know what? Just let, let me let me expand for it. I, I still ain't necessarily like like down with it, but I mean it is what it is, yo. It is what it is. You can wear whatever you want to wear. If you decide right. you want to wear a dress, you can wear a dress. That's I mean, my, that's my whole thing. I just also think that if you're going to do whatever you want to do, you can't really be mad at people for doing what they want to do also. Like, you wore a dress, and that's not the social norm. I ain't saying it's wrong, but you know because it's not the social norm that people are going to say something. Don't sit snap. However, you got to admit that it does kind of cross the line where if if you feel that strongly about it to the point – you want to inflict violence on somebody for doing that. That's where the line has to be drawn. And I think, like, obviously, it definitely don't. It should not come to that. If they want to wear a dress, I mean, I might – I'm not even going to sit here in front. I'm a for a second. I'm definitely going to look at you sideways. Like, Of course. But, <laughs> but after that, I'm going to keep it pushing. I ain't going to make your life hard because you told us to wear a dress that day. Now, like, I think that's definitely where we got to draw a line there. Like, I'm not going to sit and talk terrible about you to your face or behind your back i'm gonna be like that shit crazy that's sus but it is what it is you can wear what you want to wear and no your life shouldn't you shouldn't have like run into danger be treated poorly because you want to do that yeah i'm gonna hold my own my feeling like i'm gonna hold all of my little side eyes i ain't gonna say nothing i'm gonna keep that to myself I don't got to act on that. It ain't worth acting on. That is outrageous. And I know that that has been an issue, like trans violence and things, and we talking about what's going on in the country. I know that that has been an issue. And while I personally can't fully understand what that life is like, we should, people shouldn't be going out of their way to like kill a person because that's how they decide to express their truth. What they see is their truth. So... Absolutely. Um, back to this music. Anthony Poppy got nominated for a Grammy for Best Metal Performance Ooh. for her song Blood Money. Um, Go to this new rock music. I have been out of touch. All right. Uh, all right. If off the top of my head, I recommend listening to Gorillaz. They're, uh, I did see they dropped some. They dropped uh, I, uh, music. Oh, my gosh. I heard it the other time. Uh, it's got the project has Earth Gang features Earth Gang Elton John, it's a really really solid group. I'm trying to Song Machine, that's what it's called. I saw Song this that come out. I started listening to it. It's got Schoolboy Q on there too. I saw I rock with that joint. I feel like this one was slow tie. I did like. It wasn't something I came back to though. 
Yeah, there's I do that. Um, they oh they got a track for Moonchild too. I rock with Moonchild. I'm um, not gonna listen to it again. Uh, me personally, uh, one album I think definitely stuck out to me uh, was "I Prevail." Um, it's an album by "I Prevail," their most recent album. Two songs that I liked personally were "Rise Above" and "Bow Down." Uh, it's it's on the it's on the metal side, on the heavy metal side. Like there's gonna li- be a little bit of not too much screaming in there, but it's in there. You know, it is there. Just want to make you well aware of that. But yeah, it's, I, I dabbled it's in the dark side for a while, man. I need to turn up again. I gotta start. Yeah. Um. Oh, uh, another group. Uh, Anthony and I like Alter Bridge released a project called Walking the Sky. That was very, very good. Very good. Um. And uh, a couple years ago, going back, this group called Fire from the Gods released an album called American Sun. So, and fun fact about Fire from the Gods, Fire from the Gods, the front man is, uh, he's a rapper and he's, uh, he's African-American. How about that? Well, he's, 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 he's British, but he's, he's black. That's the point. That's the point I was getting at. Yeah, he's not, he's not African-American, but. <laughs> well, I know, that's why I had, to, I had to dial it back. He's like, he's not African-American, he's British. It's funny but. how you dodged around that. You couldn't just say he was black, like, yeah, we're good. <laughs> I don't know why, why did I do that? Why did you go so PC for a moment, Isaac? I don't know. Man. I don't know why I did that. Uh, Ty Dolla Sign is on here for his best R&B performance with Jacob Collier, All I Need. Okay. Um, well, Jacob Collier, he nominated for a couple Grammys. I'm happy for him. Because um, I've been listening to Collier for a while. So I, it's, I'm happy to see he get to this level right now. Um... There was another something else. Uh, oh, Lady Gaga, Chromatica, best pop vocal album. album. Uh, Justin Bieber changes Chromatica by Lady Gaga. Future, Nostalgia, Dua Lipa, Fine Line, Harry Styles, and Folklore, Taylor Swift. Uh, Taylor got and, three Grammy nominations. Yep. Uh, Lady Gaga got several too. You've heard said her name a few times. Uh, yeah, there's some, uh, like I said, Ty Dolla Sign, uh, Black Parade, Beyonce, John Legend is on here for uh, best, uh, best R&B performance, Lightning and Thunder with Gene Ieko featuring John Legend. That, that's good song, right there. Uh, here we go, best, pro- best progressive R&B album, Chalumbo, uh, Gene Ieko, Ungodly Hour, Chloe and Haley, mm. Free Nationals by the Free Nationals. That album is amazing, by the way. I did really love that joint. Uh, it is what it is by Thundercat. That's a dope album. I don't care what anybody says. That's a dope album. <laughs> Thundercat did a miss for me right now, man. Like, and then the last one on here is uh, <laughs> "Fuck Your Feelings" by Robert Glasper. Yes to that though. That "Fuck Your Feelings" that Robert Glasper album yeah. is. Glass- Robert Glasper's though too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm here for that. First off, that entire sentiment, I appreciate that. But second, the album itself is a quality piece of work. Robert Glasper's been putting out quality music for a long time now. And this is just, this just goes to show a little bit more of it, man. He's he's definitely making some dope stuff. Um, best R&B album. Happy to be here, Aunt Clemens. I haven't listened to that. I like his voice, so I like him. Who's that? Yeah, Aunt Clemens. Oh, yeah, I've heard of him. Uh, Take Time by Giveon, 
That is a dope album. That is, that is a dope album. I'm not going to front. You are surprising me with some of these people you've heard listen to that I've never heard of. Don't be surprised, man. I've been out here. I got title on Apple Music. I've been listening to a lot of new stuff. And somebody, um, so my lady, her sister actually on like for like a couple months now said something about this Give Me An album. And like two weeks ago, I listened to it. That joint is beautiful. It's a beautiful body work. It's short, but a lot of albums nowadays are short. So by by modern standards, that joint it's it's really tight. Oh man, I gotta look it up. I can't remember the name of the song right now. Take time. What's that's the name of the album? Yeah, that's the name of the whole album. Um, but um, Live Your Love by John. Le- oh, sorry. Uh, to Feel Loved by Luke James. Bigger Love by John Legend. John Legend is is tight. And then All Rise by Gregory Porter. Gregory Porter dropped the album this year? All Rise. All Rise. Oh, 2020, man. crazy. I didn't know Gregory Porter dropped an album. That's his soulful brother right there. No, it's three Jameses that I know that are dope. It's Luke James, Jack James, and Ro James. All three are (laughs) dope. Random, random. Oh man, what you know what? There, we talked about hip hop already. I was looking through this music. Oh no, I was I was gonna get through all everything under the rap album under the rap album category. We didn't do that already. No, no. I know um, we talked about hip hop album of the year. All right, but keep going. You said um, um, I was trying to see if the chicks got nominated for anything. Actually, that's the other place I went. The Chicks released an album, and I only listened to their one song called March. It was really good. They oh, used to be called oh. the Dixie Chicks, but they took the Dixie out of their names. So. I remember that. I was like, the Chicks? Who are you talking about? All right, well, that's, that's right. <laughs> it's <laughs> so, it's weird. All right, so. All right, hold on. Before you move on, right, because you were brought up, we was talking about the R&B joint, right? We yes. were talking about this giving piece. So yeah. I, I look at it again, man. Like, if you didn't listen to it, you do want to listen to it, man. And the one, the few tracks that I would like nominate the the most, this world we created one. Um, this ain't love and like I want you. That like I want you, I definitely had on repeat for a minute. And I don't normally, I haven't really been doing a whole lot of R and B like crazy, but I had that on repeat, man. Um, it so you that I think that's definitely worth. It ain't just nothing. Heavy on R and B. Yeah, R&B is kind of. I think. I think. I think the one. I think the one rationale for me not listening to R&B is because even though Anthony is in the same situation, is that I'm single. Man, but like that's a good time for you to have an R&B because yes. like, when you like, like just just peep game for a second, just peep game. I'm really big on manifestation, right? And like you know, the R&B it had you looking at what go wrong, what go right, the types of things you be looking for. And then when you actually do meet somebody, you already have music to help you set the vibe. You gotta be prepared for opportunities you do not have, my brother. Actually, now that I think about it, I probably do need to step my game up because I think the last R&B I think the last kind of R&B, well, I consider it an R&B, even though that's, I guess, just a matter of perspective, was like Ed Sheeran. So I feel you. It's like, I, I do feel you because he's he's soulful too. He has some moments. Yeah. And I feel like that joint did fit. Um, 
the division album he had, that divide sign. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, that was a that was a really good album. Uh, yeah, so I, I uh, that. But you need to diversify. You need to keep listening, man. It's some really good right. stuff. I'll uh I'll I'll do some soul searching with that because R and B's not about this thing. It's like, oh, I gotta jump right into that. All right, know? look, well, look, you you should give the give me an album a try. It's a short body of work. It's got a few things. It's got some lovey dovey stuff. It's got some real stuff. It's got some heartbreak stuff. It's a it's a whole piece of work through various stages of love. So like, that's why I was like manifestation you can like you know look at nah i definitely don't gotta make sure i bypass that you learn lessons from other people's mistakes and heartbreaks and you can also like you know start to put together anyway it's worth listening to man all right i'll give it a try i'll give it a try i'll give it a try that's all we can ask i'll give it a try all right let's get into this bet the rap category because i think that's really why we're all here right i imagine so uh, best rap performance: Deep Reverence, Big Sean featuring Nipsey Hussle, uh, Bop by the Baby, What's Poppin' by Jack Harlow, The Bigger Picture by Lil Baby, Savage, Meg Thee Stallion, and Beyonce, and Dior by Pop Smoke. All right, I didn't really listen to Pop Smoke stuff. I couldn't really get with it too much. Yeah, either try it. That what? Ain't what, it, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you upset? Watching the game, and DK dropped another big pass. Oh, uh, we're playing horrible, by the way. We're down fourteen to five against the Giants. <laughs> tough day, man. It's a tough fourteen day. to five. Yeah, uh, Russell Wilson has a pick, but it wasn't his fault. He threw the pass to uh, Chris Carson, and it went through his hands and into another guy's hands. So Chris Carson's hand. So Chris Carson. Just for decoration. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, on, on to this. This is a tough one because, like. You got two. You have two songs up here that are kind of posthumous. When you look at Dior by Pop Smoke, and we know how when you kind of death kind of helps your stock, especially in Grammys. Yeah, so, but a for deep reverence. Yeah, but Anthony, remember that conversation we had? When was it? A couple of weeks ago, when we talked about like how you can can't really you can, you should, but at the same time you shouldn't. You shouldn't embrace the. We had a conversation a while ago about like Juice World and Pop Smoke. Well, not Pop. Well, I guess in Pop, Pop Smoke wasn't in the same in the same boat though. It was mostly about Juice World. It was mostly about yeah. Juice World though. We had a conversation about surprisingly. We had a conversation about how I was seeing like a lot of people get very, which music-wise I get, but like when I found out that Juice World. Personally, when Juice WRLD passed away from a drug overdose, I wasn't felt bad, but I wasn't. I was like, like, like it kind of it was kind of hard for me. You know, to, you know what you're getting yourself into. Like, it's such yeah. a lie, but at the same time, you kind of made your bed. Yeah, it was kind of hard for me to have. You the one that popped all the stuff on the plane because yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't actually feel bad for him either. Like that's sad. It's like, yo, we. I don't want you to die, but you kind of just killed yourself. Yeah, that, that is sad. But it's like, yo, you're at the point now with everything that's going on, where you do not have to be making these types of decisions, and you're living a crazy ass life just because you can. And when it catch up to you, I mean. It was kind of like he had you. I feel like you said it a second ago. He made his bed. He got lay in it. That's this is the results of his own actions. And I don't yeah. know. it's like it's it was, sad 
for all yeah. the socioeconomic things, all you know, lack of mental health that could have been there throughout so much of his life. Then when we really go through it, and if we end up painting this sob story or, or finding the truth in sob story in his life, then it's like, man, it, it's sad. And in some regards, he's probably just like a victim of the culture and the community in itself. But at the end of the day, my nigga, you made your own choices. Facts. And he Absolutely. knows that. I don't, I, I'm not, it ain't a good thing, but that's the product of his decision. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so I'm pretty sure Savage is probably going to win this one. Yeah. Based on everything. I know Deep Reps was a dope song. Beyonce's probably going to lead. Performance, right? So like, what does that mean in Grammy terminology? Like, was there like some live show they did with this or what? Or is it just the song itself? I... Cause I don't think they. Even I couldn't tell you. Cause song, if it was song itself, I'd give it to Big Sean and Nipsey Hussle. Cause that, that whole joint is a snap. That joint goes yeah. in. Yeah, if it's that was definitely the best song on that whole album, which was another dope album. I yes, and harder than my demons is my favorite song on that album, y'all. Like, I love, I love the. I love the cipher they did where they had all the guys on there. Mostly, yeah, it was because, mostly because Eminem was in there. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, that's that was my favorite song. I want to say it was Saturday, I also, the best one for me. I also enjoyed the stories, like the Dave Chappelle story, yeah. the Stevie Wonder story. And yeah. who else was Erica. it? Erica Badu. Yeah, yeah. They were all good. Those were good. That um, Dave yeah. Chappelle joint. Dave is one of my favorites of all time anyway. Oh, right? my gosh. Yeah. Great story, yeah, he's Hilarious. definitely agree. Yo. When he got that award, I think that was this year too. Dave Chappelle got that. Um, he got that more like Lane award. Yeah, gave his acceptance speech at the end. He was talking about how his mom told him that you know he should grow up and be a griot storyteller. How she trained him like that. She like would tell him all these stories, and he's focused on that. And, and yeah, he's he's a great storyteller, man. That joint's hilarious. <laughs> he had me dying. He said. He said, like, he was at a, his son was at a party and he called him. And he, <laughs> and he said, Dad, I need you to come pick, pick me up. I'm drunk. My friends are drunk. We need you to come pick us up. He said, I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure, son. He said, he, he said he was messed up too. So he said, I can't come do that. You know what time it is? It's one in the morning. I'm fucked up, son. <laughs> and, then he, and then he said, he said, all right, you know what? I'll come get you. Where are you? He said, Hey, son, you're not going to believe this, but I'm at the same party, man. <laughs> Ew, he's, he, he's, he's great with the comedy, man. He's hilarious. Uh, all right, so what else? All right, so we have best, best performance. Their best melodic rap performance, which is not my style of rap, but it's Anthony's. So What does that even mean? I don't even know. I don't. A I, lot, it's I more don't, like you got your hip hop, you know, you got your rapidy rap type stuff. So that's where you got all the artists that's basically. <laughs> so, so you saying this is the sing-songy rap category, right? Well, basically, now? kind of like Roddy Rich, Smino, those type of cats. Smino fall in that category. He kind of has a melodic tone to him. I guess I give you that. All right, where? Right, let's like roll Smino, with it. Roddy Rich, uh, Lil Baby. This was in here. This was in here. Rockstar, the baby featuring Roddy Rich. Right, cool. Laugh now, cry later. Drake and Lil Durk. Okay. Uh, Lockdown by Anderson Pac. Okay. Okay. The Box by Roddy Rich. That's probably gonna win. 
Yeah, probably. And then highest in the room by Travis Scott. Oh, man. I want that Travis Scott joint to win, bro. It's probably going to be the box. I wanted Sicko Mode to win the album last year, but you know what? But you know what won it? What? Somebody tell me. Somebody know. You guys know what won what it last the, year over oh, Sicko yeah, Mode. Yeah, I'm last year. I don't. I don't think it. Well, I don't think it was a Grammy, but Sicko Mode got nominated for album of the year somewhere, and it didn't win because Cardi B's trash album won it. All right, hold on, man. Now, her album wasn't trash, all right? Let's not do that. That joint won't trash. It might not have been as good as some of the other stuff that was out there. I it wasn't as good. It wasn't better than Astro Mode, Astro World. Yeah, but Astro. I know a lot by Jake. Jake Cole actually got a Grammy last year for, for, for the first time. I just realized that. That's important. I didn't. So normally, because the Grammys have been so racially skewed, I really haven't paid attention to it. We've had some wins. Like I feel like Kendrick the one like he should he should have he should have won over Malcolm or I still hate that album. I know Isaac loves it, but I can't stand it. And won't it won't album of the year? Definitely won't album of the year. It should have like, been to Bimpa Butterfly. The year that he won, it definitely should have been to Bimpa Butterfly, yo, because that album is gold from start to finish. I mean, it's, yes, still, yes, still there. Yes. Here's the thing. Yes, now, but. Ain't no but. You can't defend that. Well, we I'm saw with that. And this is not this is not to discredit Macklemore because personally, I like him. You know what I'm saying? I like I like his style. I like his music. I think he's a pretty good rapper. He definitely got bars at moments. But they should not have won that over to Pimple Butterfly. Yeah, right. and, then, and I remember that year. I don't remember what else was on that, but I remember there was two other it. albums that could have, that should have What year was that? What year was that? For Macklemore. What year was that? Uh, that had to be like 2014, 2015. What did Tupac Butterfly come out? Yep, Grammy over Kendrick. Uh, I feel like that was twenty. I think it was twenty sixteen. Because Butterfly came out in twenty fifteen. It was either that one or good. It was, it was Tupac Butterfly. Hold on, looking through it, looking through it. Performers. Before. So I guess Kendrick should have won twice now because this said in 2014, Macklemore says Kendrick Lamar was robbed on Best Rap Album. Um, so yeah. No, hang on, hey, hold on. I'm looking at something right now. You said 2000. Hang on, I might be. It was 2014. That was the Good Kid, Mad City. So that was 2014. Good. You said 2014 or 2015. You ever Good Kid, Mad City? 2016. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Every hold on. 2016, the 58 Grammys, the Grammys in 2058 and 2015, from 14 to 15. What year did what year did to Pimp a Butterfly come out? 15, right? Yeah. All right, I'm looking on Google. I'm looking on Google and now. I might be on Wikipedia, and probably this isn't the best place to look for it, considering it can be edited. But somebody on here said to Pimp a Butterfly. It had to Pimp a Butterfly, 2014 Forest Hills Drive. It Compton, did win. If you're reading, it's too late. And the pink print. It did win. Grammy oh. Award for best rap album. It, it was good. Came out city that should have won. So that's why no, I was. No, that saying. wasn't on the 20- list though. Isaac, you're looking at the wrong year for that one. I said 2014. Macklemore says Kendrick Lamar should have won. So it wasn't for to pimp a butterfly. That was yeah, for Bad no, City. Point I was trying to make is that we have seen a history of the Grammys taking away wins that I, that we probably really should have got, but giving it to some white folks, and that's debatable. 
That's debatable. Yeah, Paul, it goes into awards. Yeah, it was 2014. It but was 2014. Won a Grammy as a try to crack a smell. That's all I gotta say. Um, yeah, yeah. Cole, he 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 said it. He said it perfectly. You got it. So anyway, right now looking at some of the list, it is what it is. Well, I'm hoping that this will go well for us. So you were doing best melodic songs. Go back over that list again. Uh, Rockstar by The Baby and Roddy Rich. Laugh Now, Cry Later by Drake and Lil Durk. Lockdown by Anderson Pac. The Box by Roddy Rich and Highest in the Room by Travis Scott. I'd be surprised if Roddy Rich doesn't win this. Same. I mean, the box is a good song either way, so I don't mind. <laughs> I mean, for real though, that joint was everywhere. I don't normally listen. I don't really listen to him that much. I don't have nothing against him. Um, my mom said, "My mom uh, came up behind uh, after uh, I announced after I announced all the songs. My mom came up. My mom came up behind me and said, and Amazing Grace' by Mahalia Jackson.'" <laughs> what a mom, man. Uh, the nominees for best rap song is "The Bigger Picture" by Lil Baby. That the was Box good, by, good though. The Box by Roddy Rich. Laugh now, cry later. By Drake featuring Lil Durk, Rockstar, DaBaby, and Roddy Rich, and Savage by Meg Thee Stallion and Beyonce. Some of these categories are exactly the same. Y'all feel like that's exactly what you just read. And then uh, Best Rap Album, except Black Habits by D Smoke, Alfredo, Freddie Gibbs, and The Alchemist, A Written Testimony by Jay Electronica. King's Disease by Nas and The Allegory by Royce Stefan My vote goes to Black Habits, D Smoke. That was oh, Nas. Nah. I I'm I'm gonna go hmm. I'm stuck between The Alchemist, J Electronica and, and the Royce album. Cause I I re-listened to the Royce album like yesterday and it was uh it's pretty solid, but that J that J Electronica, I keep going through uh, flux capacitor. <laughs> it's, it, it's 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 pretty good. It's pretty good. And then something to rap about, something to rap about on Freddie Gibbs and the Alchemist with featuring Tyler the Creator on there. So the the Freddie Gibbs album that that Alfredo is is fire. That, Get it. I'm it not holding nothing against my man, dog. That joint goes hard. It's pretty good. But that D Smoke album, dog. The D Smoke album is dope. That D Smoke album is dope, man. And that joint came out earlier in the year, but I feel like that's definitely it's one of my favorite albums this year. If I had to try and find a list, if I have to narrow it down to the D Smoke album, is definitely going to make it. And I rocked with the Nas album, but that joint ain't gonna make my top five for this. It's a good album. But it ain't my top five for this year, man. I'm glad he dropped it. He had some fire. I was listening to it earlier today because it had been a minute. Ultra Black. But, Ultra Black is good. Yeah. I mean, that's, one of my, that's definitely like my favorite track on there, I think. But now, it's a joke that with uh, Dirk and I was like, okay, this is actually dope. Yeah, this, uh, I, I don't see. smoke joy, dog. D Smoke went so hard. Like, oh, yeah. I'm not denying that. I'm saying, like, you gotta think. Oh, do y'all know about Gaspar Yanga? No. no. Like the actual person, Gaspar Yanga. I, 
So this is this is another reason why I'm like D Smoke album taking top for me right now because D Smoke went and basically was trying to put us on game to another extremely pivotal African leader that was fighting during the rape of Africa that's up there that rivals Shaka Zulu in name. Gasper Yang is that level of gangster. Everybody know about Shaka Zulu. Don't people don't be knowing about Gasper? And my man D Smoke came out here with the hard body track with Gasper Yang as a name, and then follow that joint up with some hard rapping Inglewood with with freaking Snoop on it. That album goes in. Oh yeah, that album goes in start to finish. The oh, fact that he got his brother on there, that he got a track with Sir on there with it too. Start to finish, man. The D Smoke album is definitely one I just of need, I just need them two to go ahead and just make an album together. I, I, I just want to see what their what their chemistry will be like, just knowing that they're brothers. Bro, it's trying to be amazing. So also talking about like the storytelling piece of it. I, I really rock with Black Habits because really like from oh my the end, they're telling the story like about, I mean, really how his life was with some of the stuff. Pops being in the jail, how his mom was handling things as they moved through it. The story when his pops got on and was like actually talking about how proud and happy like that he was of his kids and how much he loved his wife for sticking through it even though he was in jail and not having some other man like not having his kids call some other man they dad like the chorus that of like, that song you said what the chorus of black habits is like the most repeatable thing i keep thinking of i can't stop did thinking of he said give it up for black ha- every he said everything black Black, he said, give it up for black habit, black magic, black excellence, black habits, black medicine, everything black. Love that. Did you see his performance on um, BC Awards that song? I yeah. first saw D Smoke. I first heard of D Smoke when he was walking out with Deontay Wilder to, to Deontay Wilder getting his face hit in by Tyson Fury. Sorry, <laughs> he, that's what happened. He has, he has uh, Sir and his mom out there performing with him. Yeah. His mom, his mom performed with, I want to say it was Michael Jackson. His mom performed with a lot of big names back in the day. So, like, D-Smoke come, like, his mom was a major, like, she wasn't, like, super major, like, a superstar, but she was one of the major people that was out here in the industry, though, to, like, help make a lot of other people's songs fire. Like, so he came up with that strong musical background. All of them are on it like that. I feel like this other dude, Davion, I think, is also one of their brothers, and he made music with them too. Like, so the D Smoke piece is is pretty. I'm I don't. biased on that joint. So I really rock with D Smoke for the way that joint went from start to finish with all the various tracks that are on there. The man got his brother, his mom on here. This is this is black magic that happened all the way through that close to the God track, like my daddy. Oh man, this, all right. But to talk about some of the other joints, like I said, I'm biased to D smoke one, but another one that's up there for my favorites, I would say the allegory with Royster five, nine. That was amazing. It was amazing. Like I, cause I remember I heard black. I remember the first track I heard off of that was black savage with him uh white gold ti like all of that and i was like this is it's it's top it's good stuff and then my favorite track has got to be young world young world is such a good track wow. it's such a good track so i uh great album just a great great album i but i think i honestly think if i had to pick one to win it it's going to be either that one 
or uh, or I, I I can't put it past Jay Electronica to not get it. You know what I mean? Because of the heavy Jay Z influence. Yeah. Exactly. 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 And, and I, I mean, and, but they both were spitting on that album. Oh yeah, they were. They, they both were spitting on that album. But those who've known Jay Electronica throughout the years knew what to expect. It was just a matter of when are you going to drop? Because like I knew Jay Electronica to drop his album. Like I, the second I got hit to J Cole, bro, we've been we've been waiting for a Jay Electronica album for like a decade, twenty years, right? So J Cole was like, oh, there's a Jay Electronica signed to the same label. Exhibit C. Oh, oh, he liked that. Exhibit I, C, yo, that joint set the. It's like yo, you can't touch that, dog. You can't touch that. And then, but then, yo, I put Exhibit C in. up there with International Players Anthem. Ooh. My favorite tracks. Oh, by the way, Anthony, War Games is starting. Yeah, I have, it, I have it on my phone. I have the uh, rest of the game on my uh, TV. All right, um, but yeah. I, I don't see. I want to. I want to bring this up because I definitely wanted to talk this and one more thing. But can we give our flowers to Levar Ball now? Do we have? Do I have to? Yes. Do I? No. Do I really have to, or are you asking me to? No, I'm. I'm saying because look, I I know Levar Ball is an annoying individual. I literally put on a Facebook post. He's an attention seeking clown, and I will die on that hill. But here's the thing, or the way he's done something that a lot of people wish they could do, and doing it as and while being a great father at the same time. What is that? Lonzo, number two pick in in NBA draft. Lamelo, Lamelo, number three this year to the Charlotte Hornets. First, first set of brothers to ever go one and two in the draft. Go top three. LiAngelo signs a deal to the uh, Detroit Pistons. Three kids, all in the league. Something that a lot of people didn't think was going to happen because they saw how he was. But it's like, that's just how he is. And at times it can be annoying. But I sat, I sat down and listened this man to got on. This man got on WWE television and embarrassed himself. He looked like a fool. I don't care what you say. He looked like a fool. Andrew no. That's all, that's all that's all that's he looked like a fool. Andrew numbers. He is one of the main reasons kind of why I stopped watching Raw. Because as soon as I saw that, I'm like, okay, you know what? No, no. They're going to have this dude. LeVar Ball is one of the reasons you stopped watching the wrestling show? This You had to see it. You just had to see the clip. It was it was bad. Pause. Because I also grew up watching wrestling. So after all of the drama and BS they done put us through, the thing with LeVar Ball was what tipped you off. Yes. Yes. And that's, that's it. Now, was it LeVar Ball or was it LaMelo for saying what he said? It was both. All right. It was both. It was honestly both. Okay. Yeah. This man got away with saying nigga on TV twice. <laughs> He black, right? Yeah. I guess, I guess that's why they let him say it. I mean, they it, didn't believe it. That was the hilarious part. <laughs> it's, 
Maybe they didn't know it was coming. I don't it's think they, did. they they kind of, they usually sometimes can catch it. They're starting off with the women's war games match, by the way. Oh so yeah. I'm I'm hoping I'm trying to see if uh if she comes out in that tank. Shotzi Blackheart comes out in that no, tank. Unless she got a new tank, the tank got destroyed. Well, no, she built. You didn't see all the clips on Twitter of her building a tank with uh, all her teammates bringing in parts. Well, she might come out with a tank. I hope so. I'm confused. Anyway. What are y'all talking about? Wrestling. Wrestling. Okay. Did okay. we really just say whatever? Moving on. Yeah, I, I just wanted to say that because I, I just feel like that he. People talk about Archie all the time and how he got Peyton. He has Peyton and Eli in the league. Both are. Well, put this way. Here, here's what I'll do. Here's what I'll do for LeVar Ball. I'll give him the golf clap. I'm not going to give him flowers. I'll give him a golf clap. All right? Some kind of credit because that's yeah. not. Yeah, that's all he gets from me. And we're about to lose this game. Isaac, you're hilarious, man. I mean, I, and did y'all hear about what happened in Texas? No, what happened in Texas? No, here, no. Here, I'm going to look. I know what you're talking about, and I'm going to clock that up as this. Now, I'm going to look at that as the same thing with the Lizzo thing. That's a time and a place kind of thing. What happened in Texas? Yeah, go um, so apparently they were playing well, – what song was it? What song was it? And what song was it, was, it? I don't know what song it was. It was a trick song. Yeah, and then some woman in the club, in the restaurant, it was like a fine dining establishment. But it was like for built for black people that because the, the owner was black, and then it was a twerking song came on and they were playing and one of the women, a woman in there, she I'm assuming had a little bit too much to drink, got up, she started twerking in the middle of the restaurant, and the owner got was furious and told her to get out. Did I get that right? Pretty much. Basically, he was saying that look, if y'all want to be doing all this twerking and whatnot. Go to the club, but this is a restaurant. We're not doing that here. Yeah, going to play that song, then, my nigga. No, yeah. but at the same time, it's, that's a time, that's a time and a place kind of thing. I, I mean, I do, I agree with you, but at the same time, it's kind of also like that is very inherently a part of our culture. But at the same time, that's a that's a. I had the phrase right in my it head. Should, it shouldn't. This song should have never been played at the restaurant. I agree. No, but I'm saying, but at the same time, she's gonna have. She's also gonna have self control. Like, oh, I'm probably in a restaurant. I probably if this if I hear this song, she's you gotta have accountability as a person. Like, oh, I hear this song. I know what I would normally do in this situation, but I gotta look at my surroundings, and I probably shouldn't be doing that here. Shazi got a new tank, and it's awesome. But yeah, I, I see. I see it both ways. That song should have never been played there. I mean, I'm, I'm already gonna feel weird. So, what? Hell, so, nice so we're not gonna hold the person. So we're not gonna hold the woman responsible. No, 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 no. Both, both. I, I believe that yeah. there could be two wrong parties in the situation at all times. Okay. That I, I think that he should have, and he, maybe he did. Maybe he did go at, at the DJ I mean, after he went at the people. But you know, we didn't see that because that's what was recorded. So he probably <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see the recording. I mean, like, what? I, I, like, how bad is it? Like, is she like out here throwing her ass in somebody's face while they trying to eat their spaghetti or something? Like, I mean, I think she was just throwing it back. Period. And I, I, I don't because think that's like, in a setting. If she's not bothering nobody, if she's not disrupting the flow, if she ain't knocking over food and tables and stuff, uh, maybe, maybe somebody complained. And then, and then, it, 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 it wasn't even just that. It, it caused such a big commotion because, you know, when somebody starts twerking, what happened? 
I mean, it depends on where you at. It spreads. It spreads. So, so you start throwing, you start twerking, and then somebody, hey, you know how it goes. Yeah. And so once somebody else in the, somebody else in the crowd, like, hey, 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 and then some. It's yeah, no, no. I, I'm, I'm with. I agree. I'm with the owner on this one. I'm with the owner. So it, it definitely goes down to self control, and the DJ's got to know where he's at. Well, at the same time, I'm assuming. I'm assuming the owner. I'm pretty sure the I'm pretty sure the DJ didn't go on. Mom was like, "Here, I'm gonna play this song with the intention of getting something started." You know what so I mean? So you you don't, you don't, you you really gonna sit here playing? Hey man, pause. So like, somebody that's some DJ that parties, you gotta know what the music gonna do to your audience, right? And that's something that a good DJ is able to do. No, good so, DJ. I'm, I'm not going like, to a restaurant to eat dinner to go listen to Juicy J. Facts. If I want to, if you want to play some nice black music, it's no, a lot. You, you can throw on some Anderson, Pat. You can throw on any type of R and B. Some Gregory Porter, we just, my man got a Grammy nomination. Right. I'm saying he didn't play. He probably he played that song with the intent, with probably in his head, like, okay, there is no way somebody in where we're at in this location is going to be like irresponsible enough to start to start twerking in the middle of a restaurant. I don't. So like, but but it's not really like it's. I mean, if somebody complained, but it, it's like I'm kind of stuck. I don't really feel like it's that big of a deal. It's not, but I'm saying it's the fact of, like. And I get, like, where you are does matter. But at the same time, you playing ratchet shit. So, like, you kind of got to accept that. And then it's not like people started. Did she get up on the table? Was she like wild and reckless? She throwing stuff, or she just dancing? Because to a certain extent, while it ain't necessarily the norm, I don't think it's worth a big commotion over. That basically where I'm at with it is that I don't think it was worth it being a scene. But I didn't see the video, so I don't know how out of hand this lady may or may not have been. Also, I, I think I, I can kind of understand the frustration from the owner's standpoint. Being a person that's ran a Black-owned business, a Black-owned restaurant, the work you have to put in prior to everything going down, it's strenuous. I believe that. And so when something doesn't go right and you're already tired, it comes to a point now where that frustration is like, oh, my God. And I, I've had those moments where I was just ready to snap. And you, you got to kind of got, and at that point, you got to use some bass in your voice to comp, set things down. Because at this point, it's already to the point where it's almost a club scene. And that's not what you want to give out. That's not the vibe you're giving out. So That's fair. But yeah, I, I agree that the uh, self-control is an issue. Also, the lack of awareness of the DJ is an issue as well. Because you can't you can't go into anything. And this is even, you're a teacher, so you already know this. You can't go in expecting anything. So the whole idea that you expect a child to have self-control, you can't expect an adult to have self-control. But she's not. But this one, this person, not a child. Though we're talking about a grown woman. You know what I mean? They're worse than kids. 
My point. Not, not grown women, particularly. I really just mean grown people are worse than kids. I don't want nobody to listen. No, that's, I want to clarify. No, you're right. Grown people in, in itself are no better, worse. And so you can't, like, you As can't assume when you assume. What, what happens when you assume? Makes an ass out of you and me. I like to take out the me part, though. Make an ass out of you trying to make one out of me. There you go. That's how that, that was my little spin on it. You can use it, take it free, spread awareness. I just say, without me, nah, man. So. I, where I'm at with it is, I don't necessarily think it should have been a really big deal, but if it was, I mean, the owner got the right to do what he wanted to do. If, they, if that's not what you want in your establishment, you can, and you definitely got the right to kill that. Before we go further to the last thing we want to talk about, I got to get your opinion. What is your opinion of of the, the WAP video? I got to know. I didn't actually watch it. Um, I mean, I mean, not the video, but the concept of the song. What would? I mean, I to at, I'm a heterosexual male, so it. the concept of the song rather entices me. <laughs> okay, right, maybe. I know because you you heard there's another song, basically a male's a male. It's kind of like the male perspective of what. And what is that? I didn't. I didn't. Throat baby. You said what? Throat baby. Throat baby. Wow. <laughs> they, so I was oh. at work and we were, we were just talking and then for some odd reason I was like, what is this throat baby? And my other coworker who's around to say, like, I think she's like six months older than me. She was like, you ain't never heard of the song? I'm like, no, I don't listen to the radio. Yo. So I pulled it out. I was like, what is this? So I, the reason why I asked that is because is Songs like that, songs like that to me are why I, I'm not, I'm saying I do listen to it. I listen to, I love rap. I'm with you. I love Rhapsody. You know, I love Rhapsody. I love all that stuff. But it is the fact that that, a song like that mm -hmm. was made as big as it was. And the fact that these two are women who are, who are, are rappers, quote-unquote. Quote-unquote, they got bars, son. Yeah, no, that's you, your perspective. Meg keeps her, keeps her status. She's a rapper. Meg, Meg and Cardi both be spitting. Let's not do that right now. Okay, so the fact that that, that is, I'm trying to figure out how to word this. Sex you feel like that something like this shouldn't have the kind of attention that it has. Yes, yes. Yes, because... But, so now here's my question before you even finish, because quite honestly, I feel like all of the all, all of the discontent around this is a bunch of BS because men have been making a bunch of songs for a long time. No, 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 Seldom are you getting something with this much backlash. Sometimes you do. Nelly and Tip Drill. But he primarily got in trouble because he swiped old girl with the credit card. Had he not done that, had he not swiped her, 
everything else in that music video would have been perfectly fine and he wouldn't have got in trouble for it. I'm, try, I'm trying to think of other examples, but that was like the first one that came to my mind. That's one of the best examples that we can have, right? And, a, and if he hadn't have swiped her, he wouldn't have got in trouble. That was the main thing that went wrong with that. And it's other stuff that we see. But in the music videos, especially for male hip-hop artists, a lot of them is half-naked women or, you know, far more than half-naked women or, like, you know, 99% naked women out here shaking their ass and titties to some beat. And then they slow it down, so ass going slow motion, and then they speed it back up and pick the song back up. And when that's on TV, when that's getting played, when men talking about fuck these bitches, I got these side hoes, I'm gonna go ahead and do my thing, everybody knows. Whatever the fucking case may be, whatever they're saying, that is okay. But when two women come out here and start to reclaim their sexuality and say the same stuff that we actually want, <laughs> it's a problem. It's a problem when they say the things that men actually want them to be doing because we don't want them to say that in public. We just want that to do it for us in the room. But we can go out here and say whatever it is we want to say. There's a major double standard that has to be addressed and the vitriol over this music video and this song paints that picture very clearly. And here's my thing. Reason for this to be an issue right now. It plays into that whole thing because you know that whole thing. Like, male, when you ask a man what he wants, Let's just say you ask a man for your woman, what would you prefer her body count to be before you meet her? Most most people want to say about no more than three. Sometimes you might say, well, one. But that same guy probably got a body count about 40. I was sitting here listening to you. How old is this person you talk about right now? Because at the stage of life that we at, there ain't too many people. It's not not likely. (laughs) But at, my, at the same token, because I was listening to I was listening to wrestling podcasts, and I was listening to a guy that Isaac doesn't like, but I, I just pulled up on it, and they, they were talking about Ric Flair. They were talking about Ric Flair. Wait, who was it? Cornette. Oh, yeah, fuck that dude. <laughs> but I, he was talking about Ric Flair, and how he's talked about how his body count is at like twenty thousand. That's crazy. And, and people say, oh, he the man for that. Let, let a woman come around saying, yeah, I got, I'm never going to say 20000 I'm going to just say 100 What's the first thing you want to think about her? Oh, she a hoe. Off rip. Yeah, that's, that's the norm. Can, can, can I get to what I, I was going to finish saying? Go ahead. What I was you going to say. Opinion, so I gave no, you. I did. I did. And, I, and that's great. What I was going to say was, what upsets me about it, me personally, mm-hmm. okay? Not, not, now, the whole, what you said, I agree with 100%. I agree there should be no issue with, there should be no hate against a song whatsoever because men have been doing that, making songs like that for decades and getting away with it. I, I agree 100%. That's not what I'm fighting about. What I'm upset about I'm not even upset, more like kind of off put and mostly and it's mostly because of the the what I expect from rap itself, you know what I mean? It is the fact that like I looked at a list of song of the year on title. They dropped their playlist for songs of the year. Mm-hmm. And the fact that at the top of that list is that particular song. 
out of all the great songs that have come out this year, that's number one. So I feel like your issue shouldn't be with WAP. Your issue needs to be with, you know, our culture and its prizing of sex over everything else. Yes. The your fact issue, that, your yes, issue that's literally, that's what it, it's, that's, I think when I worded that, it was because, it was because it was, like you were saying, it is me questioning, putting into question why we prefer this out of our women. All right, but now I got to ask you something else, though, right? Because you brought this up. Do you keep that same energy when it's a song made by a man that is doing a similar thing? Yes. Me, personally, yes. I hear it, I'm like, like, that's why I don't let, that's why I don't, that take a, that's why I don't, that's partially why I don't listen to, like, a lot of, that's partially why I don't listen to a lot of new rap. Because that's most of what that stuff involves. There's a lot of old stuff, too. But I'm very, like, if I hear something in there about, like, that particular subject, about how many, uh, their body count or how many, that particular subject, I'm turned off by it. It was like, I don't want to hear about that, you know? That was a lot of big times on Steph. You listen to Find the Famous Volume 3? I know what I'm saying, but this is why I, I'm like, I am. Famous Volume 3? Man, to get wine, man, she had to suck a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I had to pick. I, I am very yeah, picky about it. What you say? I'm I, very picky about it. I don't pick. I don't. It's kind. Of, I think that's kind of why I love the Run the Jewels album so much. Honestly, is because there's no. Because one here's one thing I know about Killer Mike and LP. A, they're both married. Although then again, both most rappers who probably rap about that kind of stuff are married too. They just probably don't bring it up or they don't care. I know, like, I don't know the kind of people they are because I don't know them personally, but I've listened to their style, you know what I mean? I've heard what they rap about in the past, you know what I mean? So especially when it comes to Run the Jewels, I know what to expect. They're not going to rap about bathing. One thing they do rap about, other than politics, they rap about smoking. Like LP, the Yankee and the Brave, and the first track and Run the Jewels, Part of him, part of that, part of his second verse is him talking about uh, when he did sh- doing shrooms. If you look at the music video, it shows him doing shrooms. I came, I came in with shrooms. You know, but my point is, it's like, like yeah, you're to answer your, but to answer your question, yes, I do keep the same energy. Because that's not what I'm here for. That's not why I listen to rap or hip hop, even though it's kind of hard to kind of tell the difference between the two at this point. Let's not split hairs. But let's also remember that there's a whole lot more going on. Were you ever, you were never really a big party person at any point in life, were you? Exactly. So, so to that right there also lets me know, you missed out on a major part of what the music also does. For a long time, our music was what we played when we were having celebrations, parties, whatever kind of gatherings. So when you have, you know, a party party, lights off, music turned, dancing and everything else going on, which, you know, typically I ain't been had something like that in forever. But when we had those things, when I was in school and college and whatnot, what? Play all of that. Play all of that. If I was still going to parties, Please play that song, because you know what that means? One of these girls over here is going to start to throw that back. I'm about to catch everything I wanted tonight. That's well, here's it. how I know that wasn't for me. Dragon. I went to a thing. Me and, I, me and a buddy went to a thing back in um, a while ago. We went to – they had this thing at the skating rink, 
right over here. And <laughs> he was, and I was saying, like, I'd never been anything like it before. And I'm just standing there, and, like, they were playing all the songs that get everybody moving and all that other stuff. And I'm just sitting there like, okay, you know, eventually, you know, if it's, it's vibrant enough, you know, somebody's going to do it. And nobody came over to me. You know what I mean? I'm in the midst of the crowd just moving around, just looking at nothing. Sometimes you got to go to them. I oh, did. Wow. I did. I, I'm, I, I did. But I'm like, you When did know you what? go and do this? Huh? When did you go and do this? Because right now, you, you, a second ago, you said you hadn't really ever done this. Now you're saying you was out somewhere. It sounded like there's a party. And you, you know, just. You, had, you said, you, like, no. And that was like, that was like years ago. That'd be like way it was before I went to the military. That's for sure. Were you by yourself? No, no. I don't. I, I'm not. I wouldn't go to that something like that by myself. I believe you. Thank you. Here's what I'm gonna say, man. You ain't had good friends. Uh, <laughs> and the reason a, why I say you didn't have good friends is because for that to be one of your first times in that environment, you don't know what to do. And the kind of expectations you have that are set from listening to you is not the way in which people really be operating in this environment. But you're expecting somebody to operate like that. So your expectations tend to lead to disappointment because things don't turn out the way that you expected it to. So now you're sad because you didn't get what you was hoping for. You needed somebody to help readjust your expectations and push you into the moment so that you would actually see what was available to you. That's like if you never grew any type of food before, but you walked into a place and there was a whole bunch of seeds. How come nothing is growing? You have to do something, son. You got to plant that. You need to water that. Then you got to tend to it for a little while. Don't fall over. Don't fall over. Brace yourself. You know, it's hilarious how growing food, growing plants has turned into a very good analogy for catching a twerk. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, but I'm but I'm for real, and because right. I've been growing more food, and I can remember the days where I was out here in the clubs getting danced on and all of that. You you have to make moves, man. So like one thing that hurts you is you didn't get into this early. I started going to parties at like 13 years old. Yeah, no, I think my first party was like, and mind you, it wasn't even a house party. It was like. When I picture going to a party, I picture like it in the movies. You ever see? You remember that movie? You guys remember that movie, Project X? Yeah. So you you picked the wrong movie. Yeah, that's probably the one. Again, so this actually leads me to my point: the expectations that you had set on events like this are false. You base what you were going into compared to some wild, like one of the wildest white parties you will find. All right. So you know what? Here, put it this way. All right, I'm gonna put a declaration on here. When this pandemic is over, I need somebody to take me out to a party. A proper, not a proper party, but like. kind of late now. I don't party like that no more. I got to find something. <laughs> Niggas be shooting too much now. They do be shooting too much. We, 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 you can call to the kickback. You not, you've, you've missed the opportunity for me to get that whole dancing thing, though. Like, well, next time somebody has a kickback, I, I want in. I, I got you. I got you. I got you. But. Just so that you understand, and honestly, I don't know how much of this women entirely would care for, but I know what they would accept, and that ain't always okay, but 
when you're in an environment like that, just don't cross certain lines. You got to go out there. You have to reach. You have to pull sometimes. Don't be forceful. Don't yank a joint. But you need to pull a little bit. You see somebody dancing, you feel like you want to dance with her, you either go... <laughs> it's weird, but it be working. You either go behind her. If she's not with it, she's going to stop. All right, hey, my bad. You leave. You don't force the issue. You leave. Or you pull her slightly by her arm. If she with it, she'll turn towards you and she start dancing on you, dancing with you. You be having options. You can't just stand there and expect something to come to you unless somebody out there really, really is digging on you. And when you're in that environment, there's a whole bunch of dudes. So you got to be doing something extra special to really stand out in that kind of situation. That ain't no shade to you. That's a general statement. Everybody got that kind of issue. And now people be looking, but it also depends on what the people individually want that night. Some folks just want to dance. Some folks don't want to dance with you. Some folks just there because they got pulled out. So you got to gauge the room and read the energy. And these are all things that don't sound like you were paying attention to at the time. Sound like you thought I was going to go to a party and the girl just going to throw her ass on you. She got to like you for that. Yeah. She got to like you for that. And if she don't know you, it's a good chance she don't like you like that. Again, nothing against you personally, but in that environment, it's going to be a whole lot of dudes. So you another, you another face of a dude in the crowd full of faces of dudes. You got to act. I dig it. Anyway, let's, uh, let's get to this last topic. So, that's hilarious. I wasn't expecting to talk about this tonight. We should have had this conversation like seven years ago. We really should have. I feel like I'd be, I don't know. We tried. We tried. We tried. We did. We oh, did. Man. We did try. We did try. <laughs> it's all right. You so, um, okay, man. <laughs> you should have had this conversation where you were taking me to school. <laughs> you should have brought me to those parties you were going to. Man, I couldn't have brought you to none of those parties, Isaac. You could have, or you could, or you you uh, couldn't, or didn't want to. Um, both. Very well. That's fair. I I felt like I couldn't because it was one of those things where, like, because of how you were, I want to go to a party and have fun. I don't want to go to a party and have to like tend to you. So it's one thing if like I can get you to start and you'll like try, but at the time, you were more often than not immobilized by fear. Yeah, that was with that. That was me. And with that being how you were, you're not gonna go talk to this girl to say something. You're not gonna go try to get a dance. You so like now the way you carry yourself, you would have far better chances. But at the time, it wouldn't. I wouldn't have done you like that. One, I don't know if your parents would have agreed to something like that. So that's also a thing. Ah, I mean. Maybe I feel like, they, like, oh, you're with them? Sure. But that's business. I mean, I feel like it would have made it, uh, it would have made it more plausible. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Like, I would have I had a better chance. There would have been a better chance of a yes. You could say, like, who is with? Well, it's, it's with, you know, it's with you, it's with you, and then, you know, whoever else. But the main thing is, like, oh, he's going? The person who takes him to school every day? Yeah. You can trust him, you know. But also at that time, I wasn't doing a lot of partying either, though. Like, there was a little bit, but I was. So, anyway, we talked about it. It is what it is, man. 
that it, it's a fun phase of life, but honestly, there are a lot of other things to be doing. You don't, it, it ain't really like you missed out. I mean, you didn't get that experience, but there are other experiences that are valuable. So don't worry about it. So this last thing I want to get into. So as a, have you ever seen, all right, first of all, were you surprised by the results of the election? Um, actually, yeah, I, I definitely thought Trump was going to win. It's not what I wanted, but I definitely thought he was going to win. I actually placed a bet with my homie's dad that Trump was going to win, and I, clearly I lost. So Where did you bet? I bet him 50 bucks that Trump was going to win the election, man. <laughs> I was talking trash for a while. Not, not to him, but like to my lady. I told my lady about it. I was like, yeah, she was like, I hope you I just can't wait for you to lose it. I'm like, dang, that's crazy. I was about to take you out with this money. I'm just going to eat by myself now. 50 bucks. But I lost. So. <laughs> Were you surprised by the distance of how it was? Like, it wasn't even close. Like, the electoral college wasn't even close. Uh, man, I honestly, again, I was surprised altogether that he lost. I didn't think Joe Biden and Kamala were going to be able to pull it out, man. I think I, I, more than anything, I should be happy that they did because I feel like Trump is toxic. We yeah. were like, a, I think we talked about it last time. We were heading towards, if he won again, we were going to head towards like fascism. Like, and now that I've seen everything that I've seen, it's hilarious how worried I was about it. Because at the end of it, after everything that he, we see right now that Trump is all talk, yo. And it's like, we've heard that before. People have said that. But now we're at this point, And I, I honestly expected him to be doing more to try. And I mean, he, like, he did. I expected him to do more underhanded things that, that we haven't heard about yet. So right now it's looking like he's going to be leaving. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm missing out on the television swag right now, I see. You saw the right. Yeah. <laughs> the look on her face before she put the <laughs> The look on her face before she jumped is what killed me, though. Oh, my gosh. It's the funny oh. Seahawks. But, yeah, but I knew... I I knew how I voted, but at the same time, I'm like, he can't win for just for the simple fact of. Oh, what do you mean? You know how you voted? I no, I voted. No, I voted correctly. I voted. I voted for Biden. <laughs> I voted for Biden, and I voted. I had to make sure he was black. I voted for. Biden. And I voted correctly too, by the way. <laughs> I voted for Biden because, like, I was like, I. I was kind of like a lot of people, like initially, like, okay. Like, I was like, all right, you know, he won. He beat Hillary. Okay, let's see how he goes. All right, let's see what he does. And it just turned into four years of, like, enable of people, of him enabling people to, be terrible human beings to each other that aren't that don't think like them. It turned into xenophobia, you know, and it turned into all that stuff that isn't what makes this country what it is. Pause. 
pause for a second because okay. you definitely just told a whole American misconception. What we, saw, what we saw was America's truth coming to light underneath President Trump. And I stand by that for the rest of my days. And, okay. I'm, and, and, to, and to really amplify this, we started seeing it truly come to fold when Obama won the election. When President Obama was elected, when he was running, we saw the racial tension again start to rise. After 9-11, Black folk, we kind of had a nice little grace period for a little while. Like, it wasn't like everything was over, but it was kind of like, you know, we just got left alone for a few years because everybody was more concerned about the Muslim problem or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Which is not a problem, but really more, not. more focused about radical islam and all these other terms they end up coming extreme up. radical extremism and and jihad and all the other stuff so then all and all these misconceptions and ways that we completely destroy the truth behind other people's cultures and words so we got to see that happen but then when president obama started running the attention again be turned got turned back towards us so what we saw before obama in 2001 when with 9-11 xenophobia in america started to again hit an all-time high it's not like this was the first time this has happened either. You know, I love my history. This happened every time we have a wave of immigrants coming over. It happened when we had Chinese coming over out in California. It happened when the Irish and other um, European immigrants started coming over in the late uh, 19th and early 20th century. It happened when we started seeing more people, immigration coming from various places. Xenophobia is a part of American history. Anybody that is other, we got to get rid of. And we can see that we just had Thanksgiving. We can see that well, how they treated the American natives, giving them blankets with smallpox sprayed on them. I call deliberately, that. D deliberately breaking mm -hmm. treaties and things like that. Mm -hmm. Turning your back on the same people that saved you last winter. This is what America is built on. These are our holidays that they teach us to give thanks for. And you're talking about he turned this into xenophobia? He didn't turn this into xenophobia. He capitalized on American tendencies to be racist, to be capitalistic, to be classist, to be xenophobic. And every other type of bigotry and whatever other big word you want to bring into play. Prejudice. He did not create that. No, I, okay. He Never used mind. it to his advantage. Trump is not smart enough to create that. He's only smart enough to pick up the things that will benefit him as he moves, which in some regards is a good tactic. And we see that he has garnered millions, millions of people's support. And even after losing, millions of their dollars all the same. And there's, and there's so, the this man right here, I don't agree with him, but he has definitely played the game in an extremely well way. He, he capitalized on loopholes. He capitalized on legal plots in the system. And now, and then he also capitalized on America's dark underbelly, on the parts of America that people like to act like do not exist. But at the end of the day, the same things that we're seeing right now and all that hatred and craziness has been here for a long time. Ain't none of it new. Not a single piece of it. The only problem is we're so caught up with the sensation that we blame him for our current situation. Even though, again, he just capitalized on what was already there. Ah, oh, God, I have to. No, he, he, he that's, a mic, that's a mic drop. Yeah. That, that, that's a mic drop, bro. Yeah, we were, yeah, well.
Thank you for joining us. Actually, Anthony, you do it. Hey, bro. You go ahead and do it. I, I, I got nothing he said everything. I, I, had, I thought I had something. I had another question, and it had and left, like, immediately. Oh. Everything he said was 100% factual. And I, I can't, I can't no rebuttal. I have no rebuttal to it. I got nothing. Ooh. I gave you I gave you too many examples that you already knew existed. But again, being in the moment right now, we don't we don't think back to how we some of these things are. Back. We see how it's worse than what it was previously, but but we don't but we don't remember that these are seeds that have already been sprayed on the ground. He came out with a watering can or in some regards a can of gasoline. But what we're seeing right now is he capitalized on. Not a whole lot of this that he creates, which is hilarious because he takes credit for a lot of things, even though he seldom creates any of the things he takes credit for. First two years of his presidency, talking about how the economy was doing better and jobs were up, you're riding off of Obama administration policies right now. The economy doing well as a result of the last eight years of economic climbing that we were able to see. Well, not eight years, but after the recession, during Obama's administration, we were, we were able to come out of the recession. So Trump was claiming responsibility for a pre-existing upward trend. The man don't make nothing. He just claims stuff. He's worse than Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison took, took like, claimed a whole bunch of stuff, blackballed people, but he actually made stuff. Trump is... Anyway, I digress. I digress. What we see I mean, right now is the truth of America, man. And now that we have somebody that's going to be a little bit more palatable to the softer side of America, we're not going to see. I don't think we're going to see quite as much right now. I think there's still some of the groups that are out there, but I think they're kind of going to go. Oh, I know what it was. I, 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 I got what that was. So. Uh, I came up this Thanksgiving. I don't call it Thanksgiving anymore. I call it uh, <laughs> uh, Colonizer Victory Lap Day. Uh, where you know, the Natives cheese. call it the Day of Mourning. That too. I call it Mac and Cheese Day. <laughs> it's National Mac and Cheese Day to me. That's hilarious. There probably is an actual holiday for that, though. It, sh it should be that day. Uh, I think it I'll has own, Mac and Cheese. It probably has its own day. This is America. <laughs> don't get you slipping on <laughs> I can't resist anyway uh, I'm, speaking of which I'm surprised Childish Gambino didn't get uh, he didn't come up anything music wise like cause that hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo. I know I, I was just talking about this on that, I mean Ant just said I just looked it up it's July 14th bro <laughs> 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 July 14th it's July 14th it's Mac and Cheese Day. National Mac and Cheese Day. Wow. That's hilarious. Every, every day is a holiday. Hey, it's a, speaking of which, that song by Lil Nas X is amazing. What? Holiday. I haven't listened to that. He made new music. That's what's up. He did, yeah. I was, I was really wondering good. about him the other day because, you know, Artists like him, they pop up, they make something, they catch a lot of buzz, they go viral, but then they disappear. Yeah. And um, but, I was wondering yeah, it was good. disappear. Nah, he, he's good. He came back with Holiday, and it's still good. It's good, man. 
Yeah, I think, I, that. I think he waited until that money dried up and then said, all right, now it's time to go ahead and Well, that was a terrible decision, but um I hope that's not I hope that's not what he did. But maybe <laughs> it, it just feels like that because Holiday hasn't really blown up the way Old Town Road did. It's not but it's still good. But that's the thing. It's, it's a lot of artists that made some good songs and are still making good songs, but they're not the they're not at the way that that first song that really got them hot. Like I'm trying to think of somebody, not not designer. Dude. But but is he not a good example? Oh, he's a great example. Because uh, honestly, I forgot about him. He, I was in the obscurity. But when you brought that up, I mean, we had Panda. Panda, but he tried. He tried. Like he tried with Timmy's hair. I don't know what that is. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think he's a great example. Thank you for this. There are other people. There was a lady that I heard. Her name was a uh, Lady Lashur. Lady Lashur. She's a female rapper. I think she's out of the UK, and uh, she had blew up with this one track. But then I just didn't really care for a lot of the other stuff that came under. Yeah, Tim Candace you know, just one other the other day on somebody or music something. But um I heard something on it recently on social. Somebody had on one of their videos. Wait, Raquel pinned Eo? Yeah, Ra- Raquel a power bombed her through the ladder and then pinned her. Well damn. So right. uh That's a push. It's something. Plus she pinned Eos the world champ, so I mean that should be something. That's a push. Yeah. Okay, I don't think, but I don't think I. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't see them taking it off EO pretty anytime soon, especially not before the end of the year. You know, because Raquel's good, but I don't see. If anything, I see. If anybody takes it off of her, Candace is probably going to take it off her. Honestly, at the next takeover. We'll That's see. Just me. That's just me. Uh, now, at this point, I'm just looking for Karrion Cross to come back. God, I love it. All right. Anyway. Um, yeah. Um, We've been all over the place over here today. Have. We were everywhere today. By the way, Eminem was on Saturday Night Live last night. They did a parody of Stan with <laughs> a, a guy writing. Uh, his name was Stu. He wrote to Santa. And uh, it was a whole, pretty much the whole, the whole stand video, but just Santa was Eminem's position, and then Stu was, um, Stu was the stand, and and it got weird. It got weird. Eminem appeared at the end, so he performed too. Yeah, uh, M. No, no, okay. it was just the cameo at gotcha. the end of the the skit. Gotcha, gotcha. That's cool. Yeah, it was pretty good. It's pretty good. So right, man. So if all hearts and minds are clear. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so I guess one last thing that I would like to say. We we drawn up on the end of the year. So like we didn't really talk about this stuff before, but one of my big focuses, all of our focus, is um really getting to this money, man. And I've been investing, like really caring about that as one of my primary focuses that's what i really want to get more into um and i think now is definitely a good time this year has been a really good time a lot of stuff went crazy this year because of covid and now that we have administration changing and the end of the year uh it's a lot of volatility that hits a lot of money to be made in the market so it's a good time to start to really 
it's always been a good time to really start to just get into it. Catch some of these things. Stop. Some prices are going to keep going up by the close of the year. Think about Christmas, the holidays. Some things are going up, man. The market's going up right now. Um, so, yeah, we. I, I just advise whoever ain't really taking a look at it to start to take a look at a few more things because this year has been crazy. For me, my biggest breadwinner, my, my biggest win this year has been Tesla. Um, but it's a lot of other things that will also be booming out there. We got to look at some of the lithium. Uh, um, nah, but cryptos also did have an explosion. I got maybe like a little bit of Bitcoin right now, but honestly, because I didn't get into it after I graduated high school, I, we really missed the uh, winning on Bitcoin, man. It's like you can get into it, but a couple of weeks ago, it was pretty close to 20 grand again. So it's like, without you really having the kind of money to put into it like that, it, it ain't really, there are other things you could get that would make more sense for your money. So like, and, and I know, again, it's a sensationalized thing. People that don't know about cryptos only know about Bitcoin, but there's way more than that. You got Litecoin, you got Ether. And again, all of these things have seen some pretty high spikes this last quarter. This year has been crazy, but this was a good year to switch your money into the market and start investing. It was yeah. a bad year to have a regular job, but it was a good year to be an investor. Yeah, I've been, uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I got nothing for that. <laughs> I got nothing there. You got to start, yeah. man. And don't, don't talk to yourself and don't sit and say like it's over your head or you're not going to be able to do it. That's one of the things that's kept a lot of people out of a very lucrative market. You want to get wealthy, you will not get wealthy just working for somebody else and just saving your money. You have to invest it. And rich and truly wealthy people have understood that for lifetimes. This is where generational wealth comes into play. So you got to understand, you got to start to learn how to invest, how to not just buy things. Because if you're not really thinking about it, then you're just out here buying a bunch of liabilities and never getting any assets, which means that you're just buying things that take money out of your pocket instead of ever putting money back into it. We were talking about pimping the system earlier, playing the game instead of getting played by the game. If you're not investing, you're getting played by the game. If you don't own a business, you're getting played by the game. So you got to get into those markets. You got to get into something else. Even if your business isn't super huge, that's fine. There are tax incentives. There are tax benefits to you, yourself, having a business. Open an LLC, run that joint, and you can cut off. You can write off practically half the food you got <laughs> Every time you go out to eat, say, I, I talked business when I was there. This was a business meal. I talked to this person about business. You just got to do something related to your business while you're there. So it's ways to get to this. And as we draw a close on this year, one thing 2020 has definitely taught us is that we have to be more creative in our streams of income. And you got to get more of them. You got to get six, six to seven for financial independence, six to seven that are actually generating some money. By the time you got that, you'll really be good to go because you can have something, a stream of income to take care of every major aspect of your life. One thing to take care of where you live, car notes, stuff like that. One thing for cell phone bills and you know power bill. One thing for internet, whatever. You got you to create more streams of income. So we talked about a lot of politics tonight. It's important to bring up this investing thing because there are some new things that you can invest in that you wouldn't have been able to invest in before with Trump. 
And I bring this up because a lot of environmental stuff uh, will be a good investment market. Green energy types of things will be something that's worth going into. Something else, people that make and process, or people that mine and process lithium for batteries, and people that make certain components for your technology. Those are things you want to start to look into that'll make a good difference for you. Word. Yeah. So uh, now all now my heart and mind is clear. That's the last thing I want to get off of. <laughs> I was gonna say. Uh, hey, you got anything else? I'm I'm good, man. I'm I'm very upset with my Seahawks today. So, <laughs> how bad was it? How bad? We lost twelve to seventeen. Hey, man, I'm rooting for the Dolphins right now. They won today. They're a shock. They are. They are. But I'd say the Browns are shocking, but they're not. The Dolphins are shocking. They're doing pretty good, man. Not all of their games have been that hard, but they're doing pretty good. And I only care because Josh worked for the Dolphins. Also, I care because they have a black head coach. So that is pretty good. That's pretty head. awesome. Uh, and he's doing a great job. Also, and he's doing great because there's going to be a black head coach getting fired this offseason. Probably. Anthony uh, for the Chargers. Yeah, the Chargers are bad. Well, and I'm pretty sure our it. defensive coordinator is getting fired too, and he's uh he's a black man, but uh, he's kind of trash. So. Well, you know, the, the Dolphins coach, and I should know his name by now, but he Ryan was a defensive Morris. coordinator. Thank you. He was a the D, D coordinator for the Pats for some years. So he got he That's got surprised because usually Pats, when, when somebody brings in a, a coach from the Patriots, they've usually done horrible. Well. That's not what happened this go-round. Shout out to that black man over here doing some big things. Last year, they were like the replacements. Because Patricia just got fired. <laughs> God, we got, we got to keep it together. But I'm pointing that out with him over here for that reason. He's doing a good job. He's not afraid to speak his mind. He's not being hushed down. And the owner of the Dolphins is with how he's been handling things. So he still has that freedom to speak his mind on the social parts, to handle the social things the way that he wants to handle them, and also get his team right. And what we're seeing right now is that they didn't got their team right. So I'm happy for that. Yep, they have gotten it right. And it's only his second season with them, too. Last yeah. year, this first season, and they started getting some upsets. Like, they had some wins that they probably shouldn't have won. And now, I mean, they're doing real good, man. I, I don't expect them to win the Super Bowl or nothing like that. I highly doubt they would make it that far. But I feel like they could make it into the playoffs. And that's what it's, I'm hoping. It's, it's, a stat, it's a stat conference over there. He, I don't, it I don't really is. I don't think they're, they're in the hunt, but they are going to have to do some fighting because that AFC right now is a – there are a lot of the thing is there's a lot of teams in the AFC that are doing really well that nobody expected to be doing this well. Like the Colts are doing pretty good. The, like I said, the like you were just saying, the Dolphins are doing pretty good. The Browns are tough. Like the Browns picked apart the Titans today. Yeah, I was watching that. They said they hadn't had a record this good since like early nineties. I was like, God. Yeah. Now and that wasn't the Browns, that was the Ravens. <laughs> Yeah, that, that that Browns, that that's the Ravens. This Browns right now is like the reincarnation of the Browns. Yeah, like the Ravens right now are like Lamar Jackson has been so under. He's been under underperforming in recent games to the point where I think they're not, they're not uh, this, him the way they played him last year. 
Right. And I think what they did his rookie year. And I think maybe that may be, maybe this is, might be a little too uh, advanced, but I think we can beat them. The Cowboys can beat them. Possibly. Anything, look, anything can happen, but one oh, garbage. Yes, I know we're garbage. We're, I know we're we garbage. Lost, we lost to the Giants today, so anything can happen. The Cowboys are garbage, I know, but, you know. Anything can happen. Uh, if the, thing, the thing is really going to have to happen. Ooh, let's go. It is uh, Andy Dalton's going to have to play good. My friend just bought a house. Good, it's over. And Lamar Jackson, he, if he, if Lamar Jackson plays, he's going to be playing without any practice. Yeah, because he's been sick. He's been sick. He's been sick most of the time. Because he caught COVID. He caught COVID. So, boy. So it, it depends. And if he doesn't, if he doesn't play, then it's Trace McSorley. Yeah, so we're going to beat him. We're going to beat the Ravens. But then again, knowing us, they they make excuses. Well, Lamar Jackson wasn't playing. He was sick. He was 100%. No, just say the Cowboys beat him. Just say the Cowboys won. Just just say that. Y'all got to do it first. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, right now, y'all got to uh, – y'all have to fight for that, uh, for that division now because we kind of gave the Giants a game. I, I, I'm looking at this like fantasy. Like for example, I'm out of the playoffs in fantasy right now, so I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. Well, the anyway, Giants are five and seven. Yeah, we're not doing anything. Hey anyway, Isaiah, you got any final thoughts? Man, I'm just glad y'all had me out here again, y'all. This has been fun. Yeah, we'll probably hit you up again around inauguration time, so we can <laughs> review the inauguration itself. And say, hey, look, yeah, Jay Z out there. Didn't see that coming. Oh it's man, I, I was like, I start. Like, there's no, there's not gonna be any bands out there. Let's just go ahead and say this, right? Was Talladega going out there, and it was like, oh, Talladega's out a Trump supporting school now. Whatever. What I know, I don't know what I know, man. Um, it's gonna be crazy. I expect that the Democrats will probably throw us some more. Um, useless victories. They'll throw us some more empty victories. That, but uh, we'll see what happens, man. Uh, as long as they don't do no more things like they did this summer with that whole Kente cloth taking a knee in the Capitol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's yeah. not do that again. <laughs> I'll be good. And it was um, like, you, why? I don't know who told them that that was a good idea. I don't think anybody told them, and that's that, and that's why I don't identify there because I know they're 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 like the pandering kings. And I mean, it's like it's kind of it's it's trash because it's like I would be more apt to to try to work with them because they will at least try to do something to you know. But the other folk talk dirty about us in their face. I was gonna say, is it really funny? Is it really funny that? that now you're seeing like Republicans to really distance themselves from the Republican Party? No, because if you are a true critical thinker and you actually care about oh, your, your like principles and the things you said you stood for, you would see that the way that this party's acted this last quarter um, has been deplorable and has been pretty terrible, man. And, um, 
just with so many other different things. Uh, the way in which they went about this whole, this man running, how they changed up their stories from what Obama, what they would have allowed Obama to do to what they allowed Trump to do. There's so much, man, that's just, so it doesn't actually make sense to me. I mean, no, it does make sense to me that you would see more people like that dissing them, themselves from the party. Um, I just hope that they stay away. And honestly, we need all new parties, man. We need to redo the system, y'all. The Republicans and the Democrats both need to go away and we need to start over. We need to start with some things that do not have such longstanding BS behind them and something that people will be more willing to actually listen to science and reason and understanding and, you know, be empathetic human beings. And I think, think that was mostly what threw me off. Like if they had any empathy, I probably, you know, would be more, you know, I wouldn't say lenient, but more like, all right, very well, you know, but the fact that they were showing like during this whole thing, this whole pandemic, they were like, pretty much display putting on display not even being subtle with it. they were saying we don't give a shit right and right. that's what that's what bothered me is like you're in a position where you have to give a shit and you're not you know you're choo and you're choosing to not give a shit and i was like no i can't no i can't i can't i can't level with you if you don't care you know what i mean so yeah I'm with you, man. I'm with you. But um, anyway, yeah. So next time you have a kickback, let me know. I got. Uh, it. Let me make sure I tell y'all about it. Yeah, because I know, I know you've seen. I've seen you do like spoken word at kickback. Is that what you do? You know, it's been a long time since I've been somewhere and actually did a poem, man. Uh, I, I haven't done any. I haven't been anywhere doing that all year, for real, for real. Yeah, but some yeah. of the other stuff that's on my page, yeah, I mean, it would be different events. Um, it's open mics that I would go to, and they still are doing some of them. Um, they've been doing them virtually, but that's not how I'm trying to vibe, man. I ain't mad at them for still rocking out. You should do something, but that's not how I'm trying to vibe, you know? Not for not for that. Like, the, the biggest part of that was being in the room with people and that environment. I've always wanted to go to an open mic. Like, when we return to some form of normalcy, I'll make sure I let you know what's up, man. Yeah. But I was going to some black-owned restaurant out in Newport News. It's called the Train Station, and that's where I've been going for the last uh, few years. They've been over there for a while now. There's one open mic called a Cypher Tuesdays. So every Tuesday we be in there going up, and there's a band called uh, Fortress is Live, jamming, man. Quality house band, good vibes, love all around. So a lot of us on my page, if you saw me spinning, it was probably I did, I did, I, yeah, good yeah. stuff. So, and then there was a few other places last year, um, December of Miami, but for the most part, around here, Cypher Tuesdays and uh, out at Buckrow Beach in the summertime for the sound wave. <coughs> Don't die now. I dig it. I dig it, man. So, anyway, thanks you. Thanks for coming on, man. We'll we definitely got to bring you back. We love having you on here. I appreciate it, being so. on here, man. This is always fun. Yeah. So hopefully, uh, during that time period, our other our other good friend will be awake. 
Hey, yeah. man, y'all just schedule this joint in advance so that, you know, he don't have no excuses not to meet me. I swear, he got beef with me, bro. He done missed all the ones out of Pennsylvania. And, and every time I talked to y'all, he was here last week. I don't know where he had he, he he got something against me, man. I don't know what I did to him, but tell him I'm sorry. One of them jobs that are very unappreciated. He yeah, postal service. Oh, that's what's up. You know what? We were talking about Trump. I know we're trying to go, but that man was out here doing crazy stuff with the postal service. Oh, yeah. How you out here collecting blue boxes? Y'all can't be pulling up the mail drop boxes, man. Come on, crazy dog. Crazy. Like it, it's I um. I looked. I looked at. I was looking at it somewhere, and this dude was. Was no. Oh, I looked up commun. Oh, I know what I did. I looked up communism. Right. Like I looked up the definition of communism because right. I saw a video. This isn't about. Trump, I saw a video of some dude, and he was trying to go into Marshalls, and he didn't want to wear a mask. And the guy was wearing. The employee was wearing a mask and wouldn't let him in. And he said, like, he's like, uh, he said, sir, I'm asking you to leave. He said. So I'm asking you politely not to be communist, not to be a communist. And I was like, hold on, let me look up what communism is. And I looked it up and I'm like, okay. absolutely nothing to do with what he was talking about. Exactly. And I'm looking at like, and I started laughing. I was like, I don't think, I think about all the people, mostly the Trump supporters who use communism. People say they don't want to ask because of communists. I think about that. I'm like, do y'all? And yeah. then I, think, and I know the answer to it already, but I'm like, y'all don't know what communism is do you because i'm paraphrasing the definition but the definition it says it is where public property is owned by the public right where it's like like a store if there's a street like the stores over here that's owned that's owned by the people not the government not the city those owned by the people Right? Am I yeah, it's like it's government? Everything is government owned, basically. Right. So you think public sector, public when you think public, you're all it's things that are run by government. So like public schools, that's government funded. Private schools, that's where you have to pay to go. So your private stuff is your private your private stuff is like your stores and whatnot. So for a store, a store has every right to not serve you for not following instructions. Right. So in the in, it is a it is a government mandate. Okay, in, here we go. Especially in Virginia, that you have to wear masks. Now I don't know if this incident was in Virginia, but I know there's stores that if you if you require people to wear a mask, and somebody doesn't wear a mask, you have every right with as a private business to say we would not we would not serve you because you would not follow our instructions okay so i pulled it up all right so and then it says a political theory derived from Karl marx advocating a class war leading to a society in which all property is publicly owned and each person works and is paid according to their abilities and needs so it made me think okay what do what do people, what do anti-maskers and Trump supporters think communism is? So here's the problem, right? Is that first right. off, again, we're in America, and America yes. literally waged several wars to try to stop communism. Right. So with that being said, the way in which Americans view communism is entirely skewed. 
and we've been seeing that a lot. The way in which we use a whole lot of words is honestly entirely skewed. I don't think liberal means what liberal actually means. Like liberal in America, the way in which it's used, ain't quite liberal. Um, it's some other stuff. The way people talk about socialism, they clearly don't have an understanding of what it is. Liberal. Um, I was gonna say I was a. I mean, cut you off. I was gonna read liberal. You get. You made me think about what exactly liberalism is. Yeah. Yeah, based on liberty, consent of the governed, and equality before the law, which is fair, I guess. Sounds good on paper. What does that actually yeah. look like? And then how do people use that word? Anyway, let's not focus on that right now because there's, there are too many examples and that's another rabbit hole. And we just said goodbye twice. False finishes or whatnot. One, two, kick out. Y'all see that meme or talk about like how black people leave or like when white people leave, like, all right, y'all, I'm gone. And they actually leave. But when black people say they leaving, and then it's like 10 minutes later, you at the door, you still talking. And then 10 minutes after that, you outside on the porch, but you're still talking. And then 10 minutes after that, you in your car, but you still, you got the leg up. You're not even in your car. You're just standing at your car. And you're still talking. You're standing in the car like this. Let, let you go your hand over the door like this. Yep, yep. And then, then 15 minutes after you first said, I'm leaving, your head out the window telling everybody, all right, child, I love you. What you say about Marsha? I didn't know that about Marsha. Marsha's so crazy. <laughs> all right, so that's where we at right now. You said, what you say about communism? Communism is so crazy. Communism is the counter to capitalism. And when I said earlier that the Republicans and the Democrats, the Republicans are more on the right, the Democrats are more on the left. But when we really look at the big picture, they're both very far on the right. They are both doing these things in support of capitalism. Not in support of democracy, because that's not what we have. They do that in support of capitalism. And they use democracy as though it is synonymous with capitalism, and it is not. They be talking about, we want to save democracy, but what they want to save is capitalism. And when you look at what they say versus what they do, you can see the separation between those two things. And what hurts us, and we see this so much, is that the common people are honestly too stupid to actually see that they got wool over their eyes. Somebody shining the flashlight through with a particular color, and they're like, no, 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 you can still see the light, but you got the wool pulled over your eyes. You're seeing the light they want you to see. You're not actually seeing what's really there. So once we remove these filters, you start to see a lot, whole lot more. We fought so many wars because we wanted to keep capitalism alive. If capitalism were to die, the power structure that white people had established over the last hundred years would have fallen with it. But that's not what they wanted. So in order to maintain their power, they demonize the thing that puts the power in people's actual hands. And also one of the problems with communism is that it's kind of hard to really have a fail safe. With the way our government is set up, we have fail safes in place, even though to a certain extent, they'll never get used. But we have fail safes written, so like at least in law, but like with some of the communism, you get a leader that's terrible and that's your leader until that person dies or you have another revolution. That's um, hence why I imagine that's why Putin has been in power for so long. Well, kind of, sort of. I wouldn't say that they're communists at all, though. I, I mean, maybe. I would just say that he is an authoritarian leader under the guise of being president, even though I feel like somehow he became president for life. So, yeah. 
ain't saying that Russia was good with everything that they were doing, but Russia took a turn for the worse after, like, after um, Vladimir Lenin had died and some of the other leaders started to switch over. When Stalin came into power, Stalin was crazy, and that's really why we got more into the authoritarian regime with Russia and the USSR, and less about it actually being communist and for the good of the people. So anyway, Americans don't really have this good understanding of history because they teach us American history, which has been whitewashed and made to make America the savior, and blots out all of the problems that we have cast. So when we look at the whole picture, Capitalism has been what's destroying the world, and communism was trying to stop that. The middle ground is socialism, but people have been, Americans in particular, demonize socialism in the same way that we used to demonize communism. And I know we learned about this in school, right? They talked about the Red Scare. Um, that is still ingrained in the American psyche. McCarthy, that was McCarthy, right? Well, not. McCarthyism and all of that. So using this word liberal, we start looking at neoliberalism and the new form of liberalism and how neoliberalism and capitalism changed over the years. And it's led to this second rape of Africa type of thing where people are now less. Um, There's so much going on, dog. Essentially what's going on right now is that we use our love of democracy to keep capitalism in place and capitalism staying in place is a major part of the world being ripped to shreds the way that it is. Because what fuels capitalism? Conflict. And what have we been in consistently? Conflict. I don't know if you ever read 1984, but in 1984, they talk about how in order for the country to stay healthy and thriving, they were always at war. And every few years, the people that were fighting would change. If you look at American history, that is what we have been seeing, especially over the last 20 years. So, all I have to say is that we are a police state. It's, it's a whole lot out there. It's not terrible. We definitely could be a whole lot worse. And I am grateful to live in America. We have a lot of freedoms and privileges here, even with the problems that we see. But, and, I, and that's even as black folk, it could definitely be worse. I know we out here, we mad at some of the things that we're seeing, um, but it could definitely be so much worse. Other places have it worse today. So looking at what's going on, we don't really have a good understanding of, in mass, we as Americans don't have a good understanding of the words we use. And we use democracy when we're really talking about capitalism, but they don't want to tell you it's about capitalism because that leads it closer to being about greed. And I mean, it is greed. It is, but the point is they don't want you to know that. I mean, it's like they I mean, do things that are racist, either overtly or covertly, overtly as Republicans, covertly as Democrats, but whatever the case may be, it's still racist, it's still wrong. Well, we still see what you're going on. At the end of the day, our needs still not being met. We still getting the short end of the stick. And not just us, but people of color still getting the short end of the stick. Women still getting the short end of the stick. So seeing these things- Which makes it, which makes it even more crazy, the fact that women, some women still voted for Trump. Oh, I don't understand that, dog. I think it's called Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. You, well, you have a, a crazy love for your abuser. I think that's Stockholm Syndrome, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, where it's like you've been ingrained, not even ingrained, it's like you stay with them and then the longer you start to sympathize with who you start to understand like oh there's a reason why he's doing all this like it's because of 
how hard his life was or whatever. And then you start to relate. And then before, when you relate to him, you realize, oh, okay, no, he's not the bad guy. Everybody else is. Some of those moments, man. Yeah. It's pretty much what happened to Harley and Joker. <laughs> pretty much. I guess. Well, minus the falling in the vat of chemicals. But the abuse is right on point because Joker was abusive to Harley. But she fell in love with him prior to that. Yeah, I know. I know, but well, yeah, that's true. But I feel like though, it's still in Stockholm Central. She still did have a massive love for her abuser, even though he would do terrible stuff to her. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel what you're saying. Um, I think that's what happened with a whole lot of women that voted for Trump. Also, like, like Latino people that voted for Trump. Like, my man. Well, that was I because. Think, you know what, though? For that one, I feel like I got to separate that. We group all, I grouped all Latinos together as though they come from one place and they are unified front. Yeah. And that's not true. The Cuban vote in Florida, the way, because I, I listened to uh, this one show on, this radio show on ESPN, and there, um, he was telling me how, and he's Cuban, he's, he's of Cuban descent. His parents came, immigrated here from Cuba during the Castro years. He was saying how the reason why Cubans, some Cubans are more conservative is because at the time of uh, the Cuban Missile Crisis, when uh, Kennedy was Kennedy and all that, and then Kennedy being a Democrat, it made them distrust Democrats, you know, and all that. And so that's why some Cubans vote conservative. So that's why that was a big deal in Florida, you know? Yeah, I can see that. So, and I've never really looked into it from that perspective. So I gotta, I have to make sure that when I talk about those things, I can't group. I, I gotta make sure I don't group all of them together like that. Yeah, it was a, uh, yeah, it was. It's not weird for me to hear, but at the same time, it's like, like I get that when he brought up the Cuban Missile Crisis, I could see how that would be lead to people to be distrusting of, of him because of how he operated, you know, which was, which was not cool. <laughs> it wasn't good, not for those people, you know. But again, but, man, that's, well, that and then you know us trying to overthrow Castro and all that. So all right, but yeah. So honestly, I mean, you know, I like Kennedy, but that was one of the things—the whole fighting communism piece, right? He was stuck in the—he uh, was the president in the middle of a pretty bad time, and he did inherit conflict. So yeah. looking at that, I don't—I don't agree with how that joint played out. Not at all. I'm glad that you know we averted a nuclear disaster in that moment. But what I was talking about with America being the world police and going all over the place to fight communism, this is one of those things. We've damaged some relationships that didn't need to be damaged. But in the, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it kind of helped us out because with some of the plights that we were having here as black folk, Cuba has become a place of political asylum for us. Shout out to a shotter that's still down there, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's, oh my gosh. All right, we done, we done went all over yeah. the place a third, fourth, fifth time. This has been real, <laughs> You good, Isaac? I'm good. I'm trying to see if we can get this guy in here for you. Well, we'll I'm going to end this. I'm going to end this because we have like two and a half hours, almost three hours now. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's a long one right here, boy. Uh, that has been real, y'all. We're going to get on out of here. Definitely going to have a part four with uh, Isaiah. So you all be easy. Hey, thank you. All right.